0: This is the Troll Patrol, Patrol live, with Justin,
1: Freakin' Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live, it's a freaking Sunday. We haven't had a a regular show in a very long time. We've been doing uh, the battle for Speaker of the House, so let me tell you, you're going to need to go ahead and strap in for this one. We're going to be here a while, Uh, we got all kinds of shit to talk about. And I should probably go ahead and get right to find it out what that news be doing. Listen, listen. There's a January 6th going on on January the 8th. And this time it happened in Brazil and the parallels are insane. I'm going to show you video. You're going to have flashbacks to 2020. I'm sorry, 2021. They've even got their own QAnon shaman. and It's wild. We're going to talk about executions in Iran. Two protesters executed by hanging. El Chapo's son. He was arrested in Mexico trying to extradite him to the U.S. Led to a gunfight that killed like a couple dozen people. (laughs) They have now halted the extradition. We're going to get into that. A six-year-old. I don't get to say this very often. A six-year-old is now in custody after shooting their teacher. A six-year-old is now in custody after shooting their teacher. Hayes, clinically, what is up, my friends? I, like... I do not know the details, but a six-year-old is in fucking custody. Are they going to try the six-year-old as an adult? That's That's just the tip of the iceberg that I got for you here. Have a meme. Oh, shit. I didn't check the display. Make sure it was right. For some reason, it likes to change. There you go. There's your meme. I can't message a meme so I show him instead. Haha <laughs> My cat at two AM I'm fast as fuck, boy. Which is true. It is true. Fucking lazy ass smokey. Doesn't do shit all goddamn day is fucking just laid out right now. I can't wake him up for nothing. 6am here, it's not 2am, because Justin's still up at 2am, At 6am, Smokey's like, I'm fast as fuck, boy. High enough for this shit, by any stretch of the imagination, I'm going to show you video of an officer who has been suspended after punching a teen girl multiple times arson suspects in California set themselves on fire. (laughs) And that might not be the only that might not be the dumbest dumb criminal story I have for you tonight. This one is going to spark debate. Uh, I'm going to show you, I can't show you the raw video on stream. So we're going to watch a news hit which should, you know, edit the proper things and a man in Texas tried to rob a, a tankeria, a Mexican restaurant, some shit like that. And, uh, it did not go well for him. Boy, did it not go well for him. Been multiple shootings at Democratic officials' homes in Albuquerque, New Mexico, after a string of incidents. We're gonna talk about Congress. The 118th Congress actually does gavel into session tomorrow night. They will be doing uh, business now. Debatable whether that business is good or bad for the country. Senator James Comer says spending cuts are coming. Senator Nancy Mace. Take some shots at Matt Gaetz. She might not vote to approve the rules package that that Gates helped negotiate, which was the whole reason for the drama last week. Gates went on Fox News to defend his uh, self and talk about the concessions that he won. The now Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, who I <laughs> did not expect that to happen after Wednesday night. That's when I, I, I wrote off his political career. I thought he was dead in the water, and he may still be. Apparently neutered himself. A former prosecutor says that Jim Jordan is going to receive a smackdown in federal court. I got video of Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert taking shots at each other. Mike Lindell going after Marjorie Taylor Greene. Also, Ali Alexander... An insurrectionist says he's got some dirt on MTG. They are not happy with the way she decided to conduct herself during the uh, fight for the speakership. Journalist in West Virginia has been let go after reporting abuse in the state system. Game testers at Microsoft. Taking steps towards unionizing New York, uh, nurses prepared to strike tomorrow. We're going to get some labor news in tonight. China's reopening is like fully in swing. Now they've, they've completely lifted all restrictions and this is coming at a time when a COVID subvariant is starting to take a toll. A high school student died in Las Vegas during a sporting event, and right wingers are going nuts spreading conspiracy theories about it. I'm gonna tell you why they are fucking stupid. Gonna gonna lay the facts on you from the Mayo Clinic. Walmart! Walmart removing a pair of boots that had KKK on the tongue. Speaking KKK, Kanye West has apparently been found in a church. Rumors are spreading that Andrew Tate, the toxic social media influencer, has been taken to the hospital. Elon Musk. I mean, it's just a parade of horrible people. That's what the end of the show is. It's like... Which one of these motherfuckers is the most horrid? Elon Musk has an offer to buy Twitter. Someone's offering to take Twitter off of his hands, and they're serious. I saws the money. Ron Jeremy, apparently set to be declared incompetent and will not stand trial for rape. Speaking of rape, Vince McMahon... Back at WWE. In consensual sex news, a man in Grundy, Virginia, is denying that his ass was on a viral TikTok. Says he dated a video editor and this was payback. Why this is news, I'll never know. But it's cracking me up. I want to know who the peach bowl girl is. I've I've seen Fox News all over this. The Peach Bowl Girl. Gonna hear from her a comet which has not been visible since the Ice Age. It's going to be visible this month. And a puppy has been rescued from a frozen lake. I will give you a proper warning. Yeah, apparently Kanye was missing there, um... Missing is, um. Missing might not be the apt phrase. Um. Trying to avoid being served with a lawsuit is probably the more apt phrase. Kanye was trying to avoid being served with a lawsuit. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol. Live simp good evening my friend you guys have new emotes coming pending approval from twitch uh we'll we'll see what we can make happen with this uh i really like the the pride troll uh the troll tifa we got a black block troll with a molotov We'll see if that one gets approved. I I have I have been unable to get Twitch to approve my content warning multiple times over now. Even the censored fuckers wouldn't make it through, so I changed it to content warning freakers. We'll see if that one gets through. I removed sexual anarchy from the attempt at a Charlie Kirk emote. Well like fucking Smokey went missing for 8 days. Uh he was out here. He just, you know, didn't want to come to me. I saw a post where uh somebody is somebody's neighbor put their house up for sale. And whatever the website the Zillow or whatever. They went and they they looked at the pictures of the inside to see what it was like, and their cat was laying on the bed. <laughs> Motherfucker, that was my cat. Been living a double life over there. Fucking cats. <laughs> Got a Maynard in here. I've had to take, I had to take the kitten into the living room. Curiouser was was sitting in there before she went to work. And the kitten was just driving me fucking nuts. So I took the kitten in there into the living room. Like, I rolled a ball across the floor to try to get her attention. Because she'll play. She plays with fucking everything. She's very uh, energetic. I rolled the ball across the floor and then, like, ran away. And Curiouser was like, she's not a dog. She's not dumb. She'll follow you back in there. (laughs) Oh, shit. Let me pack a bong. And then, like, we find out what that news be doing quickly here. Because, like, we got a lot of shit to cover tonight. A lot of wild videos of what that news be doing. Apparently my bong is completely empty. Hold on. This fucking attempted coup while Bolsonaro is in Florida. That's what we're starting off with tonight. I think that's what all the streamers are talking about. Deja vu coup. I assume is not going to succeed. They're, they're, they're fucking copying the dumbest coup attempt of all time. <laughs> it was that uh, Don't Unfriend Me guy that I had to beef with at one time. He's like, it couldn't possibly be a coup. Like They, they would have to be the dumbest people ever. I'm like, yes. Yes, it was an attempted coup by some of the dumbest people ever. That's why it didn't succeed. Can't accept that the right wing is incompetent. Voodoo! We'll get there, we'll get there. I'm sure I've got a I've got a Twitter thread with with some great video that we're gonna look at here. I would assume it has the updates. How are you this evening, my friend? Doing that voodoo you do. I fucked that song up. That's Sinatra, right, or is that Dean Martin? I mean, under your spell. Shit like that. I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm fucking it up big time. I was never a standards guy. Having some pizza. Hell yeah, what kind of pizza? Listen to the podcast of the show was like, okay, fucking pack your bong and get off of the pizza. Give us the goddamn news. Thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast, like the fucking podcast podcast. Is, is growing. Oh, it's just a red bear and pepperoni basic bitch, indeed. It's got those little square pepperonis on it, doesn't it? I don't like them little square bitches. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's, uh... Oh, that's the Tostita. Okay, okay. I'm not very familiar with a, uh, a frozen pizza. I'm bougie I, I usually uh I buy a crust and then I've got I've got a yeah I take some tomato paste and um uh, racha in the paste use the little Worcestershire sauce some water oregano some uh some Italian seasoning there you got your good little uh you got your good little sauce Top that thing however you like. Pop it in the oven for about 10 minutes. Like 400 degrees. And then broil it for about 2 minutes and you'll get your get your mozzarella all bubbly and shit. That's how you do a pizza. Easier and cheaper than what a frozen pizza would be, I'd say. Take the Freak Daddy tip there on that. Get you those pre-made Little like you, I would I, if you if you want like one at a time. Like I'd get they come in like a pack of three, like little personal pan pizza size. or You can get like two big size ones. I'd get the little ones because I'd make I'd make like different pizzas every night. Get you a little can of tomato paste. I don't know a little. I don't know how much those those are. Those little fucks. They're about that big. One, one, one little can of the tomato paste will make you like, uh it'll it'll make enough sauce for about three pizzas. If you've got sauce left over, man, you make you like a a, a pizza sub with a hoagie bun and shit. God, I love that shit. I'm fucking curious who's going to the store tonight. I might have to put in the, uh, I might have to put in an order for like pizza stuff. Make some pizzas for us. Goddamn damn right. Gator sausage pizza. Ooh. Ooh, I'd try that out. How many of you in the chat have had alligator before? I, uh, it's a, it's a, you compare, it's a, alligator is gamey. Uh, it's like, I I felt like it was watery. It's like a kind of a, a squishy watery chicken with a little bit of a gamier taste to it, hell yeah, clinically. I I I um I like a good Cajun restaurant and they usually have like fucking alligator bites or some shit like that. Yeah, probably similar. You know, I've never had a gator po boy. Exactly, Kevin. It's usually like you get like the fried gator bites at a uh, at a New Orleans restaurant. Also, good evening, my friend, Kevin F Seven. Hell yeah! Talking about food, there was this place when I was in Alabama that did po'boys and it looked like it like it looked like it would make a good po'boy right that, like it was supposedly their their specialty I always wanted to go but fucking Sparkle's like nah it ain't no good you don't want to go there they don't make a good sandwich no and I mean Sparkle's newer food right so I never did go but like it was so close to where I lived like five minutes from my apartment I should have tried it I should have went at one point in time So like a good po'boy I'm sorry guys, news. We got we got so much fucking news to cover tonight. I'm telling you so much. We got sex pests like Andrew Tate, Vince McMahon, Ron Jeremy. Fucking shit. Alright, let's get to it. I can still use a little I can I can get a little more high. We we, we, we gotta get to this shit. We got too much shit to cover tonight. Restarting off with international news. Over 400 arrested as fascist Bolsonaro supporters storm the Brazilian capital. Backers of the defeated right-winger have refused to accept leftist Lula's election victory as hundreds storm Congress. Lazy Eyes, Smash, good evening. You walked into finding out what that news be doing, Smash. Oh, shit. Over 400 people were arrested on Sunday after supporters of Brazil's former president, Jair Bolsonaro, broke through a blockade set up by security forces and invaded ministries and the Congress building in the capital, uh, Brasilia, on Sunday in violence reminiscent of the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol. Wait till you guys fucking see the video. Uh, Yeah, I've got... You're not going to like the news about Ron Jeremy. We continue working to identify all the other... Not because you're going to feel sorry for him. We continue working to identify all uh, all of the others who participated in these terrorist acts this afternoon in the federal district. The governor of Brasilia, Abeneas Rocha wrote on twitter on sunday evening we continue to work to restore order video footage obtained by reuters from bolsonaro related groups and video from these motherfuckers went in there they didn't even fucking learn from january 6 or from january 6 these motherfuckers went in there and live streamed themselves tadpole good evening Police have reportedly regained control of the Supreme Court, the Presidential Palace, and the National Congress. Brazil's newly inaugurated president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, was on an official trip to Sao Paulo State during uh, the violence. and Lawmakers are on recess. Lula, as he's commonly known, condemned the attack uh, as an unprecedented crime against Brazil's democracy. Yep, looks like they filmed their own crimes. Are you ready to are you ready to watch them? <laughs> are you ready to see the footage of them? It is indeed very reminiscent of January sixth here in the US. However, it's summertime. It is summertime there. They're in the southern hemisphere. This is the Congress building. See the supporters of Bolsonaro forming the building. I'm gonna. I'm, this is gonna piss Trump off. I think they got a bigger crowd. Bolsonaro drew a bigger crowd. Take that, bitch. This whole thread is awesome. <laughs>
2: Oh graças a Deus Fred Venetis
1: I'm telling you this looks exactly like January 6th look at these fucks
2: Oh oh pessoal ali oh nós estamos no palácio aqui ó Oh graças a Deus Fred Vinetos
1: Filming themselves going into the Congressional Building. I, I don't know what, what we just witnessed. Those were cars rushing through the protesters. They still. I mean, this looks so much like January 6th, it's uncanny. I'm not high enough for this shit. There were no lawmakers here. That's why I don't know uh, those vehicles that rushed through the protesters. Maybe it was just some kind of official that happened to be in the building or something. I don't I don't know who they would have been trying to get out of there. Lula wasn't even in the country. This is inside the building.
3: Não conseguiu contra o povo. Quebrar as janelas.
1: Ah, boom on the walls. Still the door.
3: Quebraram tudo, tudo. Muita gente.
4: Nós <laughs> estamos em situação de guerra dentro dentro do Congresso. Eu vou mostrar para vocês a situação. Olha aí
1: tudo no aqui por causa de you fell 100 of the insurrections you don't attempt that's exactly right Mox also good evening my friend this dude's gonna be in court in a, a month or two. Olha o povo agora sim. I was under a spell. Agora Bolsonaro tomar, wanted me there. Like we've we've already seen this. Ninguém
5: vai tomar nosso país
1: caralho. I don't I don't know what he's saying. Uh, uh, Brazilians speak Portuguese, right? Do I have that one correct? I do not speak Portuguese. But I assume it's something like the elites eat babies and they need them for adrenochrome. (laughs) We're gonna take our country back. All of them filming themselves, learn nothing. Learn nothing from the Trump supporters. Have a Brazilian equivalent to an Alex Jones um, some media figure stoking this like we we looked at a, a, a picture of Bolsonaro having KFC in Orlando once again here they are inside the building Well if JR is eating babies, it ain't working. That he looks like shit at all times. Oh Mox, why you gotta why you gotta do that to me? Why you gotta spoil it? Cause like I wanted to be the one to pull that and be like, motherfucking even had a QAnon shaman. Even had a QAnon shaman. The the parallels are uncanny. Bolsonaro <laughs> looks like a sad girl singing. <laughs> that, that we know of yet, Mox That we know of yet There they are just talking to the cops again Like So much like January 6th It's not even funny Cultural appropriation knows no bounds Does this look familiar to you? There is a floor poop. My God. Does this look familiar to you guys?
3: He's on the
1: floor of their parliament or congress. Where's Zip Tie Guy at? Your Congress building is pretty. I like it. The parallels. Just unfucking canny.
3: Completamente destruído. Look at this. Chovendo aqui dentro. Uma destruição.
1: I love that this thread just keeps going <laughs> we'll get a, a propublica putting all the all the videos together at some point in time here's what the crowd looked like seriously Donald Trump bolsonaro had you beat buddy freedom and weep And I would assume, I would assume that Brazil has a much smaller population than the U.S. So as a percentage, as a percentage, they fucked you too, Trump. Take it. Look me, I'm dead. What is up, my friend? Thank you for being a freaking follower. So glad to see you here tonight. We finding out what that news be doing. 214? We're 350, hi from France. Good to see you, we are watching uh, footage from the, I don't even, calling it a coup is too strong. It's a, it's a, a violent uprising. The violent uprising that happened in Brazil earlier this afternoon. Bolsonaro supporters marched on the Capitol, but nobody was there. We're back inside the Capitol building. I love that they're wearing Brazilian flags as capes. There's a lot of them wearing Brazilian flags. They're going into offices and shit. Yeah, France uh, France has a, uh, a different outlook on revolutions. I wish we could do it the way you guys do. Um, these are dumb coups. These are dumb coups. These are for stupid fucking reasons. These are privileged assholes getting mad at democracy. That's a little different than actually, you know, getting upset at the people with the money. Oh, this is them attacking some cops. The Brazilian Baked Alaska. That's a good question. Is it baked something or other? Baked Lake Titicaca down there. Oh, no. Oh, if they good if they killed the horse fuck them a quest decide. fuck them a fuck them decide. i do not care about the cop that would be one more good cop but the horse the horse is innocent even though the horse was on the police force the horse is just a horse of course and the horse is innocent and all good horses go to heaven this was a peaceful indigenous protest showing how the police responded okay here's more here's more of today's action I wish they didn't have those horses up on the ramp like that that looks dangerous for the horses once again I don't give a shit about the the health or livelihood of the police those damn horses are pretty and they're innocent (laughs) <laughs> pooped in his panting <laughs> goddamn <laughs> what is it with you fuckers and scat why why has that become a thing on my in my chat why is my chat it's the scat chat now it's the scat chat Beep, bup, 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 bup. stop doing that stop doing that guys makes me uncomfortable <laughs> Oh, where could they have possibly got that idea from? Ida, good evening. So glad to see you. Moving from Brazil over to Iran. I'm going to hit the content warning for this one. If I can find it. A shitty thing to do. Voodoo. We're moving over to Iran, speaking of shitty things to do. Iran has ex- executed two men.
6: These two are the latest victims of the war the Islamic Republic is waging against its own citizens. Champion. And Mohammad Hosseini, a
1: 39-year-old
6: children in his free own citizen. What the fuck? Champion and Mohammad Hosseini, a 39-year-old worker who coached children in his free time. Both were convicted in sham trials where they weren't allowed to choose their own lawyers or even see the alleged evidence against them. Evidence experts say just as bogus as their confessions aired by Iran's state media. For weeks, their friends and family hoped they could be saved. I kindly
7: ask the members of the judiciary, I beg you, please
6: remove my son's death
8: sentence.
6: sentence. Their calls were echoed not only by Iranians around the world, but also by politicians here in Germany. Helge Limburg, a Green Member of Parliament... They have said the charges, Poland, have they? ...and campaigned against his execution.
9: This new executions will have consequences. At the moment, it is not pretty clear which consequences exactly will be, but there will be consequences. We won't be quiet. The German government nor the EU will be quiet to this... Karate
6: champion and a champion a children's team. coach. Within Iran, people are also not remaining quiet. Fresh protests are planned... They
1: were just protesting... Be they were charged with the crime of protesting.
6: On social media, this video is spreading since the executions. Mohamed Mehdi Karami dancing with his family.
1: Remember, this is in the midst of the uprising. Say,
6: Don't die. And they vow they will not rest until those responsible for his and other killings are out of power.
1: Been going on for what, two, three months now? Still going strong, but I'm sure that was the Iranian government trying to make an example out of them. Content warning again, we got some heavy stories here. Well, the protest really kicked off in the fall with the killing of uh, Misia Amini. They had been going strong for about six weeks when we had uh, Mitra. Mitra came on and talked to us about the Iranian government, and that was super cool. I've meant I've meant to invite her on for the Friday Night Freak Show. Hold on, this video is not loading up. It's fucking CNN. CNN's a bitch.
10: A federal judge in Mexico City has just stopped the extradition to the U.S. of a suspected kingpin in the Sinaloa drug cartel. Mexico's foreign minister earlier said any extradition of Ovidio Guzman would not be immediate for legal reasons. The operation to arrest Guzman on Thursday triggered a wave of violence as gunmen went on to a rampage to try to free him. Mexico's defense secretary says 29 people were killed, including 10 military personnel.
11: 29. residents in the mexican northern city of culiacan woke up to what seemed to many like a war zone
1: roads were blocked the last big spat of violence that we that we uh got was like when they tried to put two gangs in the same jail and then like their buddies came to like break them out and the gangs worked together to like break out of the jail that was hilarious and that was I'm so bad with time. That feels like a couple months ago. Throughout the city, including this one, leading to the airport.
11: This is how criminal groups responded after this man, Ovidio Guzman Lopez, was detained by Mexican security forces. His arrest produced clashes between cells of his criminal gang and Mexican security forces. Momentos después de la detención. Mexican defense minister Crescencio Sandoval said that after Guzman's detention, Cells from his criminal group staged 19 blockades and armed attacks in parts of the city, including its international airport and an air force base. Ovidio Guzman Lopez, also known as the Mouse, is the son of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. The former leader of the Sinaloa cartel was convicted in the U.S. in 2019 of 10 counts related to leading a criminal organization, drug trafficking, and firearms charges. He was sentenced Good evening, to plus 30 years. Mexican Defense Minister Sandoval said Ovidio, El Chapo's son, leads the criminal group known as the Miners, part of the cartel of the Pacific, which is responsible for violence in four Mexican states and the country's northwest region. And according to the U.S. State Department, law enforcement investigations indicate Ovidio and his brother, Joaquin Guzman Lopez, function in high-level command and control... I'm
1: kind of on their side. Trafficking I
11: kind of want the El Chapo Lopez to fucking escape again. <laughs> ...under the umbrella of the Sinaloa cartel.
9: <laughs> the
11: Mexican government had already tried to capture Ovidio Guzman Lopez in October 2019. After he was detained, the Sinaloa cartel unleashed a heavily armed fighting force.
1: Oh, so this is the second time they tried to arrest his ass. Putting the lives of
11: countless civilians at risk. It quickly became painfully obvious the Sinaloa cartel had outmaneuvered and overpowered Mexican security forces. In the end, Mexican authorities decided to release Guzman to prevent further bloodshed. Uh Rafael Romo, CNN Atlanta.
1: Goddamn i'm I don't mean to laugh. that's horrible. Oh, fucking shit. Content warning again. Heavy fucking subject matter tonight. This is a headline I don't say every day, I, though it's it's a uniquely United States goddamn headline. A six-year-old is in custody for a shooting, shot their teacher over some kind of dispute this NBC News hit here. See I can see and respond for a subject with a gun at Richneck Elementary School acknowledged.
12: Tonight in Newport News, Virginia, a six-year-old under arrest, a teacher critically wounded, and parents terrified.
13: When I hear active shooter, I think my baby. is the first thing is my baby is right there. And then you hear it is a baby that did this. And it's all I can think is how and why.
12: Isabella Moore was one of the parents who scrambled to the school to make sure her kindergartner was okay.
13: It is terrifying and you just have hysterical parents everywhere that don't know what to do. And until you get your kid, you're not believing that they're okay. After police
12: alleged the boy intentionally fired a handgun in class, shooting his first grade teacher following an altercation. The teacher identified can we, by her alma mater- can we
1: Can we get a reference for what a fucking first grader looks like? I get just like a typical first grader here well what? <laughs> what like what that that's that's what a little first grade boy looks like a little six year old Hey, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> that's that's what is that's what a first grader is supposed to look
12: like. Mother as Abby Zwerner.
14: She was struck in the upper shoulder and and, uh, and there was an, an injury to her hand. Um, as a result of that uh, bullet, as well, um, hitting her hand as well as the upper torso area of her body.
12: And how is she doing now?
14: We're hearing reports she's in stable condition after coming out of surgery.
12: Police aren't naming the boy who is now in custody. The investigation is ongoing. Do you know? They'll
1: name him if they charge him. Is it, like, is there ever been a fucking six-year-old charged as you're saying you intentionally fucking shot her? I how does like a fucking gun is heavy? How's how's a little kid oh, yeah. looking like this? Fucking holding a, gu- a gun is heavy. Revolts? What's going on, my friend? Thank you for being your freaking follower. Well, like, how's this little fucking kid even like picking up a gun? How is that possible?
12: know how the six year old got a gun on campus
14: like many schools today we do not march elementary students through metal detectors every day when they walk into a schoolhouse um and that's that's something that we have to weigh
12: do you feel safe sending your kids to school
15: no no i don't and that's sad because it's the start it is only the start for them and they have a lot more years to go
12: aaron mclaughlin nbc news
1: Once again, the number one cause of death in children in this country is guns. That kept you from clapping your teachers. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're not gonna get through all these. So many fucking stories. Uh, Content warning. How do you groom a six year old? I just, I don't fucking know. This is a uniquely American thing. Let me show let me let me show you this chart right so if you subtract guns the US is slightly higher than other countries for their homicide rate but all in all pretty in line with other countries we would still have like one of the highest homicide rates but just barely it's, it's kind of how you would expect it to be but then you add in the guns, and you get the gun homicide rate, it makes our homicide rate so much higher. It's the guns, the guns are a problem. It's the num- it's the number of fucking guns. London and New York have roughly the the same populations. You're more likely to die during the commission of a crime in New York. Because of the guns. The guns are not high enough for this ship. I'm certainly not high enough for this ship. NYPD officer has been suspended after being seen punching a young black girl in the head during an alter uh, during an after-school brawl on Staten Island. The incident, the viral video, actually happened on Tuesday, January the third, near the intersection of Willowbrook Road, Forest Avenue. We do have the video here. He's her. here let me pop it out. That's what she said.
5: He's
9: her. He's her? What the f-? He's her?
1: What's with the rap beat under this? New York Post. Wait, is a 14-year-old girl? What the cops were responding to a fight between a group of kids in Port Richmond, where they ultimately arrested a 14-year-old girl.
16: He's sitting What the?
1: He is just waylaying on her. He should be fired. That's child abuse. It's not is not even excessive like it no matter what the the and like it was if it was just kids fighting that's nonsense police sources allege that they were trying to uh they were attempting to de-escalate the situation but said that the 14-year-old hit the officer first and provoked them there was a fight between two uh between two girls We tried to intervene, and it looks like one of the girls tried to stop us from intervening. They tried to handcuff one of the girls, and someone was pulling at them." Wow. I guess the officer overreacted. She hits him first. Wow. The 14-year-old said she suffered from a knot on her head and migraines. Police arrested her and gave her 12-year-old sister a juvenile report for her alleged actions. The girl's mother, uh, Tanisha Robinson, stated she was disappointed and in awe of what she witnessed. It's upsetting, Tanisha said to the New York Post. I mean, it's really upsetting to see a man hit a woman, but even more so to see a grown man hitting a 14-year-old girl. And then just even more upsetting when that grown man is a police officer who's supposed to be out there protecting women and children. It's shocking you don't expect to see that. I expect to see it because I fucking... I know how fucking cops are. one more in here going to California he's he's uh, been suspended I do believe it said he is suspended without pay but I might have been wrong on that he was suspended though could be fired California, two suspects set themselves on fire after an arson attack. The footage shows the two people pouring an accelerant on the front of the California property before fleeing the scene in flames. You gotta love dumb criminals. This isn't the only one we're gonna have tonight. Oh wow, dumb fucks. Holy shit. It was an immigration center? Oh, fuck these dudes. I mean, fuck them for, you know, trying to commit an orson. But also, uh... I assume this is politically motivated. Bigotry motivated. and goddamn you're stupid holy shit do you see how careless they are i assume it's gasoline that they are, are or and like fucking with gas prices the way they are you guys can afford to go be lighting shit on fire they're just getting it all over themselves this is hilarious Immigration services business in California. How fucking dumb! God, you're fucking dumb! You fucking idiots! The flames were put out uh, about 10 minutes after the blaze started. I can't get enough of this. How god damn! my friend. Good evening. So glad to have you here. I just, they are not, they're not being cautious in any way. They have no respect for the flame. Holy shit. But this might not be the dumbest dumb criminal video you're going to watch tonight. When we come back from the other side of the break, you are going to see a man try to rob a Mexican restaurant, Tankeria, some shit like that, and it doesn't work out well for him. We're going to talk about shootings happening at the homes of Democratic officials in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Then we're going to get into the business of uh, what Congress is going to be doing. Nancy Mace is telling us she may oppose the House rules that Matt Gates negotiated with now Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. Gates went on Fox News this morning to defend his actions. We're going to talk about George Santos flashing the white power symbol on the floor of the House. Former prosecutor is saying that Jim Jordan is in for a smackdown in court. Marjorie Taylor Green and Lauren Boebert got testy with each other. And fucking several of the far right nut jobs like Mike Lindell have turned on Marjorie Taylor Green. Okay. I was on crack. Right. Right. Good, right. Evening. <laughs> Good evening. We're gonna talk about Ron Jeremy, Vince McMahon, Elon Musk, Andrew Tate. I'm going to tell you about a comment that hasn't been visible since the last ice age. Fucking shit. We got so much more stuff. Labor news. We're going to talk about a a nursing strike. Going to give you a COVID update. Uh, We're going to shoot down some right wing nonsense about uh, uh, vaccine conspiracies. All that more on the other side of the break. If you're, if you're sobbed, I ain't going anywhere. I don't need to pee pee or anything uh but if you're not subbed you're gonna get the twitch commercials but you won't miss out on any content we'll be right here waiting on you i'm just gonna get a little high hey peoples what's going on i'm not high enough for this shit taqueria taqueria did i call it a tankeria? So they sought enlightenment. Booyah. I can't believe how fucking stupid they were. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yeah, they were just slinging all the gasoline around, getting it all over them. No wonder they fucking caught on fire. They deserved it. No, oh, I wasn't finished with my, my coffee. I pulled my tea over. For some reason, I thought like I'd... For some reason, I thought I'd finish my coffee off. I would have. I would have finished my coffee off. Probably should. I'm not supposed to have the coffee. Better go ahead and pack another bong, right? Never be too prepared. Watch this again. (laughs) I'm getting like a sick pleasure out of it. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Ah, Hayes, have you not seen all of my, all my different toys I have? I probably don't do a good enough job of mixing it up. Get you I understand? I don't do enough. I don't do a good enough job of mixing up my different uh, drops that I've got. I I just added the Scott Steiner math, and I've I've kind of been wearing it out. You take your
3: thirty-three and a third chance, minus my twenty-five percent chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning.
1: <laughs> and I made two of them.
3: But then you take my 75% chance of winning, and then add 66 and two-thirds percent. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning.
1: (laughs) Oh, it cracks me up. That's one of my my all-time favorites. Hey Justin, are you trolling? Always be trolling. I mean, Scott Steiner got hundred and thirty-three and two-thirds percent chance of win. <laughs> oh god! Apparently, okay, so apparently they shot that again. So that wasn't live when he did that, and they shot it a second time. But they're like, no, no, that other, the first one was too good. rip america america fuck yeah i mean we've been on the we've been on the on the downslide for a while right the fall of the empire tadpole i told you good evening If not, I'm so glad to see you. All right, everybody should be back from commercial break. And go ahead and hit the content warning for this next one. Because once again, it's a wild one. I can't even, I can't play you the original video because it's fucking violence. So if I do the local news hit here, they should, you know, take proper care to not uh, show anything that would get me uh, terms of service over here. So we hope. So police are wanting to speak to a man caught on video, video that has gone uber viral, Uh, a tankeria shooting. Happening in
14: Texas a
12: customer inside a restaurant pulled out his gun and shot him several times.
14: Tonight, police want to talk to that customer who left the scene. Can't make it full They're scene.
16: I
1: can't make day, it full screen. They do want to ask him oh, questions?
14: Now. You know, now Blutus talking to our legal analyst about it. what happened. Janelle?
17: Tonight, the restaurant is open. The employees who were here last night called that customer a hero. But some are asking, did he go too far?
1: War Machine.
17: Ranchito Taqueria off Gessner in Southwest Houston. It's almost as if nothing ever happened. The restaurant is open. The glass door has been replaced. But less than 24 hours ago, this was an entirely different scene. Surveillance video captured everything. A masked man walks into the restaurant holding a gun demanding customers' wallets.
1: Okay, hold on. I'm going to get rid of my camera so you guys can really see what's going on here
17: as he grabs them watch the man sitting in this booth he reaches to pull out a gun and as the suspect walks away he shoots at the suspect nine times killing him the customer then moves the suspect's body and takes back the money that was stolen he also grabs the suspect's gun and throws it against the wall realizing it was fake
1: a fake gun Okay, since I've seen the video, allow me to describe to you what happened. He shot about four times and the suspect fell. He shot him in the back about four times. He was no longer a threat and then the dude goes over and shoots him about three more times. Kicks his gun away or picks his gun up. And then shoots him again, looked like in the head. Like, looked like the last one was like a kill shot. It was very much overkill. Globus, good evening, my friend. So glad to see you. Reverse thread, six month sub Hell yeah, my friend.
17: Then he leaves. <laughs> THE RESTAURANT OWNER CALLING THAT CUSTOMER A HERO. BUT POLICE STILL WANT TO QUESTION HIM.
1: Well, SOMETHING IS GOING TO GET YOU IN TROUBLE WITH THE WIFE. PLEASE DON'T DO IT.
18: it. is TO FIND OUT WHETHER OR NOT HE WAS IN FEAR FOR HIS LIFE OR THE LIVES OF THE PEOPLE AROUND HIM BECAUSE THAT'S ABSOLUTELY ESSENTIAL TO A SELF-DEFENSE CLAIM UNDER THE LAW.
17: KHOU LEGAL ANALYST CARMEN ROE SAYS THE SHOOTING APPEARS TO BE IN SELF-DEFENSE.
18: BUT IF YOU'RE JUSTIFIED IN SHOOTING THE FIRST BULLET, You're justified in continuing to shoot until the deadly threat that you are facing is no longer there.
17: And says it doesn't matter if the gun was fake.
18: So it sounds like under the law,
17: motherfuckers
18: going to get away with this. It was a real gun.
17: But some are asking about the customer leaving. Was he legally obligated to stay until police arrived?
18: He should have. Staying there to answer questions. Um is important it's something that as a lawyer i would advise him to have done but at the same time you have no obligation are you trying to say it's kind of michael jackson-ish um of a situation like that
17: police are also hoping That's to mean. talk to some of the customers who were here last night if you have any information about the shooting
1: oh shit. My, my camera's on back on. to you quite a story there janelle thank you I think it was too far. You know, the first couple of bullets are justified, but under the law, it looks like he's totally cool, free and clear. Apparently, when you take a concealed carry class, they tell you to unload the clip. It's Texas. I don't think it's right. I don't think what he did was right, and I don't think the law should allow for that, but it does. And once again, you know, I went to this graph here. There's your homicide rate. I was bringing up that it's Texas. It's kind of like it's you know the way the laws are structured. That's that's a depending on the state thing. And in Texas, like it's probably the law probably says uh, if you don't sh- if you don't unload your entire clip, you're a pussy boy. It's probably right there in like statute, like fucking to <laughs> be blah blah blah. <laughs> You don't unload every bullet you got, you're a pussy boy. Oh yeah! 15 drinks in. Good evening, thank you for being a friggin' follower. And if you don't unload your entire clip, you're a fucking pussy boy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm supposed to blame the anti-gun people for the gun homicides. That's, a, that's an interesting proposition. I'm suppo- I'm supposed to blame the anti-gun people for gun homicides. <laughs> yes arm the kids we we we've been here before we do agree we need to arm the kids arm the babies you cowards no no you guys remember my prescription You didn't have to time them out. Like, I I can stay on topic. We got so much news to do. I need to stay on topic. Ah, ah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's go to politics. But we're doing politics and shootings. See, like, I, I, I make smooth transitions. So we've been talking about shootings now we're going to transition into politics so i hit you with a political story that involves shootings <laughs> <laughs> oh god
10: damn did officials the latest shooting happening just this morning
8: late tonight the shooting count rose from four to five when police identified an incident from december 10th when someone fired shots in the early morning hours at the downtown campaign office of newly elected attorney general Raul Torres. Torres had already moved out of that office and no one was hurt. Meanwhile, the FBI is investigating a suspicious letter sent to Torres' new office yesterday. That's a hell of a beard. This hour are limited, but the That's the said, right there. That letter is being tested. There were
1: no injuries in any of the other four shootings either. Now APD. <laughs> uh, Fifteen drinks in? Yes. Yes. Multiple, like, we have watched people shoot up fucking police precincts here on this, I've been doing this show for, like, two years and, uh, like, eight, nine months now, and we have watched multiple people shoot up police precincts. (laughs) All the time, brother, all the time.
10: And the feds are investigating whether these incidents are related. News 13's Brittany Bade spoke with police and those elected officials.
1: It was
13: terrifying, you know, just hours before. Yeah, we watch
1: we watched, we watched know, the, the, the fucking American Mexican Twitter. police shoot it or out with, with, with the with the Rihanna, Sinaloa Rihanna cartel Rihanna said, earlier Rihanna, in this show. Rihanna, and when? And when? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, DJ Dub. Yes, I've watched the police precinct burn live on Twitch as well. By the way, I can. Uh, <laughs> the group that was charged for that precinct burning was a far right group. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't uh, believe me on that one. But anyway, anyway, let's go. Let's go back. I've completely missed all of the details in this story.
19: She and her family happened to.
1: T- so, ah, oh, fucking a shit. It's a. Uh...
10: Homes and businesses of a.
1: here we go here we go go.
10: dozens of shots fired at the homes and businesses of elected officials the latest shooting happening just this morning
8: late tonight the shooting count rose from 4 to 5 when police identified an incident from December 10th when someone fired shots in the early morning hours at the downtown campaign office of newly elected attorney general. That was too Carol much math
1: Tordes.
8: for me. Torres had already moved out of that no office and no one was hurt. My, my Meanwhile, was the FBI chance. is investigating a suspicious letter sent to Torres' new office yesterday. The tales at this hour are limited, but the-
1: Oh, the reason- That letter is being- The reason I wasn't paying attention is because I was talking about how big of a zaddy that guy was. That, now I remember. Tested. There were no injuries in any of the other four
8: shootings either.
10: Now, APD and the feds are investigating whether these incidents are related. New you live in Brittany sexual anarchy and those elected officials. It was
13: terrifying. You know, just hours before, I had been out here putting up Christmas lights and playing with my grandbabies.
19: Bernalillo County Commissioner ADRIAN Barboa says on December fourth, she and her family happened to take a last-minute trip to the store to get more Christmas lights. But when they returned to her southeast Albuquerque home,
13: my house was shot up. Shots directly through the front door.
19: One week later, the second shooting happened. Police say 12 shots were fired at former County Commissioner Debbie O'Malley's North Valley home.
13: I felt targeted on my first one. And then when Commissioner O'Malley's house was shot up, I was like, this is definitely something. And then now
19: with the third. Police say the third shooting happened on January 3rd at the southwest Albuquerque home of State Senator Linda Lopez in the middle of the night.
13: Next morning, woke up, and I saw what actually. Um,
1: they were targeting the Democrats.
13: That were in my room. I went to go look in my daughter's room and then came out front and saw what had happened.
19: Lopez says that one bullet hit just above her headboard in her bedroom. Another two bullets went into her 10-year-old daughter's bedroom.
1: God it's damn. Very scary.
20: Um, you know, as a as a mom,
19: it's just it's something that you
20: never want to experience.
19: Then, just this morning, APD says another shooting happened. This time at the downtown office of longtime state representative, now turned senator, Mo Maestas. Police say that also investigation is, is in the early stages.
2: We are researching shot spotter. We are uh, looking for evidence at some of the intersections with. with Our video cameras.
19: APD Chief Harold Medina says they have collected evidence and are waiting for the crime lab to process it.
1: We're grateful that nobody has been injured. The cops might be in on it. I realize that we have to move quickly.
19: While APD says it is still investigating if these shootings are connected, some of the elected officials do feel targeted and unsafe, hoping the person or people responsible are caught soon.
5: To think, if my
13: daughter wouldn't want to come and bring my granddaughter around because of that, that's that's heartbreaking. This is grandma's house, house. you
19: know. Brittany Bade, K R Q E News 13.
10: All five elected officials are Democrats. Police say they do not know if there are one or multiple suspects.
1: Voodoo, um, you know. I think they are. <laughs> But see, that's the transition. That's the transition into talking about politics. It was Sunday, so you know we got to cover what went on on the Sunday morning shows. Representative James Comer says austerity is coming. Of
21: Kentucky, who was a Kevin McCarthy backer on all fifteen ballots, if you're keeping score at home. Congressman Comer, welcome back to Meet the Press. Thanks for having me. Let me start with uh, the deal that was cut before we get to what what your focus is going to be. Um, Are you convinced that that we can go the entire Congress without having a motion to vacate?
15: (laughs) Well, I'm not convinced we can go the entire Congress. The question question is, is how
1: long does it take until we get the motion to vacate? And can Kevin McCarthy outlast this new head of lettuce? New head of lettuce starts today or tomorrow at 8 o'clock whenever they come back in. Can Kevin McCarthy outlast this head
15: of lettuce? our Congress without having it, but I believe that uh, if that's used, I believe that uh, right now the overwhelming majority, and when I say overwhelming majority, 218-plus uh, Republicans realize Let that the chance to govern, and we're going to give him a chance. So uh, I'm not going to say there won't be one person who tries to abuse that motion, but uh, I'm confident that McCarthy's going to be able to be given the green light to, to govern and to lead mm-hmm. this conference and do the things that we told the American people we were going to do during their midterm elections.
21: You know, the last time you were on, you said a similar thing. You you worded it that way about Kevin McCarthy. Hey, I I think you got to give him a chance. Uh, Many people interpreted that comment as not a robust endorsement of his speakership. Uh, It
15: doesn't always
21: sound like a robust endorsement, is
15: it? It is a robust endorsement. Look, I know that uh, people are disappointed. Uh, a lot of Republicans, I represent an overwhelmingly Republican district that uh, that Trump won by nearly fifty points the first uh, election when he when he got elected. The first
1: yeah, time. no, no, no. When we went through this with Liz Truss a few months back, I I had questions about what what was the temperature in the room. You know, uh, the lettuce is going to last longer in a room that's fifty five degrees as opposed to a room that's you know. 68 degrees. Uh, The humidity in the room is also going to be a factor.
15: Uh they, they constantly seem disappointed that Republicans aren't able to do the things that Republicans say they're going to do. Like, for example, vote for a term limits bill. That is overwhelmingly popular among conservative voters in America. Republicans always campaign for Congress in, in two things. They say we're going to uh, pass a term limits bill and we're going to pass a balanced budget amendment. But yet you say votes are neither voted on. So I understand the, the frustration that a lot of new members, a lot of new conservatives have. And, you know, they drew a line in the sand on, on some of these uh, bills that we always campaign on, but we never seem to vote on. And I'm, I'm confident Kevin uh, has heard uh, from- Oh,
1: his face is too small over his head, his head, like Charlie Kirk, you and, say. And
15: I'm confident that we'll do it. Look, it's gonna be a tough job. That's why anarchy. nobody else- Damn, that was perfect. Uh, It is a tough job to get to 218, but I believe Kevin's the right guy, and I was proud to to not only support him, I nominated him on the House floor for speaker. What, you know, I'm curious, those two things you mentioned, those are show votes. They're not
21: going to pass. They have no chance of passing. Some of them might might need to be constitutional amendments, and you know how how arduous that process is. What's the point of passing a man. that that basically you get to put a press release out on, but it doesn't get enacted?
15: A lot of times, as you know, Chuck, you have to take bills for numerous sessions of Congress before they finally become law. More and more candidates will run for the U.S. Senate and claim that uh, they support term limits and they support. Speaking
1: of candidates running for the U.S. Senate, I didn't actually like put it in because it didn't fit in with any of the stories, but I just want to point out that uh, it looks like Katie Porter is going to be running for Dianne Feinstein's California Senate seat. So, just a, just a bit of news on a possible Senate run, I think, in 2024.
15: Possibly. For the balanced budget, amendment. I think you have two coming into the Senate now from the House. Uh, Ted Budd and Mark Wayne Mullen that would support that. They replace members of the Senate that probably wouldn't have voted for that. Kelly, good evening. Lady B, good evening. To make fundamental change in America. And I've always said, uh, from my first campaign for Congress to today, that if we want to fundamentally change Congress, the two things that we can do today is pass a term limits bill Mm -hmm. and pass a balanced budget amendment. Because if there's not a balanced budget amendment, uh, I don't have a lot of confidence that Congress is ever gonna balance the budget.
21: I wanna ask about the debt ceiling very quickly. Given the fact that in this new rules package, you're going to have separate votes on on each appropriations package. Isn't that the proper place to have a spending debate, not playing with the full faith and credit of the United States government?
15: Well, look, Congress has been broken. That's what John McCain said during the health care vote when he walked up and he gave a, a thumbs down. He said, you know, we've got to get back to regular order. Regular order is to pass 12 different appropriations bills and I think that uh, we've got to have the debate whenever and wherever on the House floor to whenever, uh, federal I mean, going to pay for all this? And, and you mentioned in your monologue that-, that Didn't Democrats think you
1: are going to hear Shakira on the stream, did dispute you? That.
15: But here's the reason. Uh, Democrats unite around spending money. Uh, whenever you have an unlimited amount- So of do money. Republicans! <laughs> Every Democrat, any amount of money, any earmark, any new social program. Brother, 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 brother.
1: I hate to tell you, but in my lifetime, the Republicans have spent way more than the Democrats have. Especially the Democrats. The Democrats actually cut the deficit where the Republicans ballooned the deficit every fucking time
15: get on board in the end. You you look at the Republicans, we want to actually balance the budget, which means we're going to have to make spending cuts mm-hmm. uh, in every area of state government except Social Security and Medicare, and that's a lot tougher job. So it's going to be tougher for Republicans to get to 218, but I believe we will.
21: So I guess I go back to the, the debt limit. You think that's a you think that is an appropriate place to use it even though it has no chance of passing under that uh, using that uh, configuration
15: I think the American people need to see that there are people in Congress that are serious about the federal debt. I don't think it's you're serious. That's being passed to our children and grandchildren, uh, it puts America further behind China in the long term. Uh, our debt is one of the biggest challenges we face to national security. So I think that what my we're dick doing is here one of the biggest important. challenges
1: we face to have national security, cuts sir. At some point.
15: And just to <laughs> say we're going to have spending cuts. I've been in Congress six years. And I've yet to see any uh, appropriations committee in either chamber uh, make uh, substantive spending cuts. We've got to get serious about it, and I think this is the proper path moving forward. Let me ask you this: You're going to do
1: my a Pentagon of oversight. You're going to have this is a Representative James Many Comer you're
21: doing and they see from Kentucky. It, it it looks more partisan. I can say
1: that since I'm from Kentucky.
21: Um, tell me wha- how you're going to try to departisanize an investigation or do you expect it to be partisan?
15: Well, with all due respect, check. I, I disagree with that. I think the only people that see this as a partisan investigation Comer are is a cunt. the media and the hardcore Democrats. Look, uh, at the same moment that the Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee released Donald Trump's taxes, uh, they then, moments later, turned around and said, uh, Comer's investigation of the Biden family influence peddling is a revenge hearing. I mean, are you kidding me? Look, a Harvard poll just came out and said 65% of the Americans... You Josh you me, James? That, uh, the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop should be investigated. But let me be clear. We're not investigating Hunter Biden. We're investigating Joe Biden. And I think any American who's kept up with the political process over on, the past man. two administrations would agree. We need to know... He uh, does look like a pencil eraser. ...with respect to uh, foreign adversarial uh, intervention among family members of presidents of the United States. That's something that the Democrats complained about with Kushner and certainly the Republicans, myself included, have complained about do with Joe Biden look, and so Jim if, if Biden, you didn't president's like, son and brother. Let me ask got you this, to do something about If
21: you this. didn't like the way the Democrats did it, it sounds like you're going to do it in the same way that they did it. How is it any better? No, very.
15: No, it, no, no. I totally disagree with that. Adam Schiff always overpromised and underdelivered. He said just last week the release in Trump's tax returns was going to be a bombshell. I mean, there's no bombshell there. There's nothing there. Anyway, I
1: served- he didn't pay fucking anything. He's not a he's not a billionaire at all. Like, I mean, I guess it depends on what you what your definition of bombshell is is
15: on a bank board for over a decade. There's never been a developer that's paid a lot of federal income tax because of depreciation and tax credits and things like that. If the Democrats want to make people like Donald Trump pay taxes, they need to change the tax code, not the tax rate, the tax code. Yes, into it. it. Everything that we have requested, we have evidence to back up. There are emails and text messages that show Hunter Biden complaining about having to spend so much money keeping his dad up. I mean, that's a concern because Hunter Biden's only source of income were from our adversaries in China and and Russia for influence peddling. So this is something that we should look into. This isn't political. We want to make the president truthful when he said he didn't have any knowledge or involvement of his family's shady business dealings. Once we determine that, we'll move on.
21: Well, it does sound personal uh, at that. (laughs) We'll see how the year goes on. Congressman. (laughs) Uh, Comer, uh, Republican from Kentucky, really appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspective with us.
1: Thank you. His perspective is he really wants to see Hunter Biden's dick. This is all about some Hunter Biden dick fetish. Representative Nancy Mace says she might not sign on to the rules package that was negotiated by Representative Matt Gaetz. We're going to hear from Gaetz after this. Do keep... Keep these fuckers in mind. I want to know who the chat thinks is the least likable of all the Republicans. We're getting ready to hear from this. This is Representative Nancy Mace. Good
18: morning. and welcome. Good morning. To it was early yesterday morning when Kevin McCarthy finally secured enough Republican votes to give him the gap.
1: God, it was Saturday morning, wasn't it? I never thought we'd get up here.
18: That latter sentiment was felt by many Americans after watching the proceedings drag on for days. Do you solemnly swear affirm? Congress was finally sworn in, and they are officially on the job. But the challenge is... Gable in at 8 o'clock
1: tomorrow night.
18: McCarthy, who was forced to make concessions to a small group of holdout conservatives in order to win their support. Will he live to regret what he agreed to? We begin with one of the Republican members of Congress who was with Speaker McCarthy on all votes. That's Nancy Mace of South Carolina. Good morning to you, Congresswoman. Welcome back. Good morning. Um, Thank you. Again and again, 14 times the hard right faction of your party refused to vote for Kevin McCarthy even after he was making repeated concessions to them. How can Republicans possibly govern when your party is so unruly? Unruly.
13: Well, first,
1: of I
18: like one, unruly. I want to say, number
13: one, He's Kevin authority McCarthy authority the only member that that I know of that could bring all the different groups together within our own party because we do have different factions, just like Democrats do. And that's that's the first thing. Um, and then the second thing is that sometimes democracy is messy. Uh, it looked kind of like an unnecessary and prolonged food fight last week, and I agreed with many Americans who thought that. I came home this weekend and listened to. Uh, folks of all sides, I represent a very purple district. I have all sides to serve. And there was a lot of frustration with the prolonged and unnecessary food fight that we had this week. But you saw democracy on full display, and I think that's a mm-hmm. healthy to have that kind of debate. I'm glad that it's over and we can move forward.
18: Well, I mean, some would say it wasn't so much democracy as it was dysfunction. Um, the Wall Street Journal editorial page was pretty scathing. It said, don't believe the happy talk. This was a healthy display of deliberative democracy. It was a power play. A group of backbenchers. It
1: was a power play.
18: Exploit The narrow GOP margin of five seats to put themselves in positions of power that they hadn't earned through seniority or influence with colleagues. Yep. Uh, if this package passes with all the concessions that speaker mccarthy made um, this will leave you beholden won't it to those backbenchers well, a couple of things I want
13: I want to say on the rules package, the rules that are govern the way that will govern the way the house operates.
1: Nancy Mace um, gets points for not being Nancy Grace. Ideas,
13: like the 72-hour rule, having 3 days to read a bill before it comes to the floor for a vote, having a path to balance the budget over the next 10 years, ensuring that there are spending offsets Especially with pull. mandatory spending if you're going to increase in one area, then you have to de- decrease in another. You live in but I will sexual tell you, when anarchy. I ran for Congress 2 years ago. I won by one point and I ran to be A NEW NANCY IN THE HOUSE AND WHAT I SAW LAST
1: WEEK A NEW NANCY IN THE HOUSE
13: OF THE 20 WHO were ACTING JUST LIKE THE OLD NANCY uh, TRYING TO CUT BACKROOM DEALS IN PRIVATE AND SECRET WITHOUT ANYONE KNOWING WHAT ELSE WAS GOING ON AND WHEN THEY DID THE RULES PACKAGE AT THE END OF THE DAY Mm -hmm. THERE WAS ONLY ONE POINT THAT WAS CHANGED and THAT WAS ON THE MOTION TO VACATE THAT WAS THE ONLY DIFFERENCE IN THE PACKAGE THAT WE'RE GOING TO BE VOTING ON TOMORROW THAT WAS DIFFERENT A PACKAGE package THAT WAS PROPOSED so my question really is today is what backroom deals were cut did they try to cut and did they get those because we shouldn't be operating like nancy pelosi this small faction and they're the ones that are saying they were quote fighting the swamp but then well, yet went around? And tried to act like you know like they actually are the swamp yeah. by trying to do these backroom deals and we don't know what they got or didn't get. We haven't seen it. We don't have any idea what promises were made or what gentlemen's handshakes were made. We just we just have no idea at this point, and it does give me quite a bit of heartburn because that's not what we ran on. So, and Speaker, it's M- quite ironic.
18: But, but, well, so you are saying Speaker McCarthy is not being transparent. We're supposed to be woke around here or, in order to win. We're supposed this to be job.
1: woke. We should not be commenting on this on this Congress lady's looks
22: up yours woke moralists we'll see who cancels who
1: it would be a, like a jordan peterson type thing to do
13: i'm saying there's a small handful of individuals in that 20 who were trying to cut deals in secret didn't and they succeed in doing else that know about them we're not sure oh, i no, that's all know good War at Machine. this point and that does give me pause and gives me significant heartburn oh. on what direction we're going to take. Okay. I represent a purple district. I have to represent
1: Gives her heart and Democrats burn.
13: and independents. I want to know that the positions that I have are going to have a voice, that it will have weight in the conference. There are a lot of members like me that that have issues with some of the policies that we're going to be working on. Look at what happened after overturning of Roe v. Wade. We yeah. didn't have a plan. And I want as a woman and as a victim of rape want to know that we're going to be serious that we're going to be balanced in protecting the rights of women and protecting the rights of the unborn there's a way to do it okay. both and not be guided
18: by one extreme or the other well i just want to clarify there because it, i had asked you initially about the rules package which is published and would be voted on tomorrow right. um, are you saying that you're right. going to withhold your vote on those published uh, agreements in, until you know what these backroom deals were
13: I am considering that as an option right now. Okay. I like the rules package. It is the most open, fair, and fiscally conservative package we've had in 30 years. I support it, but what I don't support is a small number of people trying to get a deal done or deals done for themselves yeah. in private, in secret, to get a, a vote or a vote present. Uh, I don't
1: think that. Nancy. That's what
13: Nancy Pelosi does, and that's not what they should be doing. And so Do you- I am on the fence right now about the rules package vote tomorrow for that reason.
18: Got it. Um- it reportedly includes a pledge that would likely uh, require a $75 billion cut to national security funding. Do you support that part of it?
13: I want to see. I want to see it in writing. I want to see what promises were made. And what okay. we are being told is that that these handshakes, what's going on, these promises will go through regular order and go through THE regular appropriations process. No. Good evening. Cuts. Uh, I. I again, we don't. We don't know what deals were made, and that's something that we should be transparent about. Sunshine is the best medicine. That's what we've yeah. always said. So what what are we guaranteeing, or what it promises were made? We should know.
18: Um, the speaker has reportedly given the Freedom Caucus, that ultra- The Freedom Caucus. Uh, a third of the seats on the Powerful Rules Committee, which controls which bills make it to the floor. You've called Matt Gates, one of its members, a political delister and a fraud. You've sparred with Marjorie Taylor Green. I'll show our viewers part of that and let them interpret your meaning. Uh, how are you going to work?
1: This is indeed what batshit crazy looks like.
18: For the American people,
13: it's going to be very difficult. Matt Gates is a fraud. Every time you voted against Kevin McCarthy last week, he sent out a fundraising email. Uh, what you saw last week was a constitutional process diminished by those kinds of political actions. Um, I DON'T SUPPORT THAT KIND OF BEHAVIOR. I AM VERY CONCERNED... YOU
1: COULD HAVE ADDED SEVERAL TO THAT a, LIST, a LADY censors, B. Not, 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 NOT TO PICK ON independence YOU,
13: THOUGH. AND DEMOCRATS, AS I HAVE REPUBLICANS IN MY DISTRICT, I HAVE TO REPRESENT EVERYBODY. I AM CONCERNED THAT COMMON-SENSE LEGISLATION WILL NOT GET THROUGH TO GET A VOTE ON THE FLOOR. AND I, FOR EXAMPLE, WE HAVE 12 uh, BILLS THAT WE'RE SUPPOSEDLY GOING TO BE VOTING ON IN OUR FIRST WEEK IN OFFICE. THREE OF THEM ARE abort- ABORTION BILLS AND PRO-LIFE BILLS. I am pro life, uh, but I have many exceptions. But they are not legislation, pieces of legislation that can pass the Senate and get onto the desk for the president to sign into law. So if we're going to be serious about protecting life, for example, maybe we should look at more centrist views, like ensuring every woman has access to birth control. Because if you can reduce pregnancies, you can reduce uh, the, the need or want for women.
1: Gobert as well.
13: A very common sense all goes point of view. But that's not what we're going to be voting on. Santos. And I am concerned. Uh, I want to see pragmatics at work, common sense, fiscal conservative issues at work that represent all views.
18: Before I let you go, I have to ask you, um, you have a new colleague from the state of New York, Representative George Santos. He says he's embellished his resume. You could say he just flat out embellished work history, education, family background. How can you work with someone like that? And does he need to be removed from office?
13: It's very difficult to work with anyone who cannot be trusted. And it's very clear his entire resume in life was uh, was manufactured until a couple days ago when he finally changed his website. It is a problem. If we say we can't trust, uh, the left when they aren't telling the truth, how can we trust around Americans want transparency and the one lesson I've learned in DC, if you want a friend, you can trust, get a dog. (laughs) So,
18: I understand you are a dog fan. All right. Congresswoman. Fair
1: enough. I mean, that's, that's something I can agree with her on. We can found common ground with dog lovers, possibly. She was talking about one representative Matt Gates who I believe won our poll or is so far in the lead with sixty seven percent of the vote on who is the biggest GOP uneducated banana skin Matt Gates did indeed win. I voted for Speaker McCarthy. Matt Gates won Matt Gates on Fox News this morning.
14: First time since Kevin McCarthy won the speaker's gavel in a chaotic late-night vote following days of negotiations and concessions. Alexandria Hoff is live with more. Hi, Alex.
20: Hi, Mike. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be a test on how well the Republican majority can work together moving forward. A vote is scheduled on the new rules package. Congressman Jim Jordan saying today on Fox News Sunday that he believes it will pass, adding that the dramatic differences that played out during this eventually five-day-long speaker vote has only strengthened the party.
23: So sometimes democracy is messy, but I would argue that's exactly how the founders intended it. They wanted real debate, real, real input from all people. Republican
20: Congressman Tony
23: Gonzalez will
20: not be supporting the rules package. This is due to
23: Jim
1: Jordan could have been on there.
20: Speaker Kevin McCarthy with Freedom Caucus members who had vowed to block the
1: Freedom Caucus
20: if he did not give in to demands. Those concessions include a cap on discretionary spending, three seats on the Rules Committee for Freedom Caucus members, and the ability to more easily oust McCarthy. House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries feels a small group of Republicans have been given too much power.
21: While the Congress was held captive this particular time, uh, what is going to be a problem is if the American people will be held captive over the next two years to the extreme MAGA Republican agenda that apparently has been negotiated into the House rules and the functioning of the Congress. That's going to undermine the health, the safety, and the well-being of the American people.
20: Now, House Republicans as a whole do have ambitious plans moving ahead as they promise to quickly launch investigations into areas such as the Justice Department, the southern border, COVID-19, the Afghanistan withdrawal, and the business... Biden
14: at, at the, the southern, southern border, border tonight. Alexandria uh, Hoff live here in Washington. Alex, many thanks. For more on those discussions, I am joined here in studio by a Florida Republican congressman and member of the House Armed Services and Judiciary Committee. God counties, damn, he's case. ugly. Welcome, Congressman. Great to have you. Good to be with you. So is it worth it all going 15 rounds to elect a speaker? Absolutely. We got concessions
4: that really were being rejected as early as Monday when it comes to being able to read legislation 72 hours before its adoption individual appropriations bills mm-hmm. and ultimately what we negotiated ensures that we will never again have a circumstance like this omnibus spending legislation because bills will have to comply with that Max. subject there will be germanity requirements on Amendments, And so it's going to be an open process, a transparent process. I'm thrilled at where the House of Representatives is today.
14: You were quoted as saying the construct of these rules concessions functionally turn the speakership into a ceremonial position. Do you mean that? Well, Speaker McCarthy
4: is our speaker and long live the speaker. I look forward to working closely with him, but he did agree to his great credit to democratize power to the membership. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, these committees... There we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Paradigm is They're controlled just by people loyal to the speaker. Now what we have is a real representation of all of the different viewpoints within our conference. I think that's why
1: he committees scrunched committees. up his
4: face like that at the we beginning. Hard, to make himself to look, the look the like butthead. conservatives on those committees, to have our budget hawks... On appropriations, and I can't wait to see what we're able to do when we unlock the potential of all of our members going forward.
14: What about the concern that this delayed process weakened him? And to recap, we've got a Democrat in the White House. We've got Democrats. Guys, yeah, I got like, to get rid of the kid. The and the Don't kid you need him, him to be as me. strong as
4: possible? Well, I think the way to have a strong Republican position on a lot of these issues is to have strong Republicans on the most relevant committees. And I don't really get the critique that taking from Tuesday to Friday to work this out puts the Republican majority in peril. I mean, you know, Mike, that in this summer the entire congress takes like 6 weeks off where we're not even around at all so to take 4 days in the summer out, in the summer second in line to the presidency and to ensure that we have a house of representatives that is a fighting force going to check the biden administration absolutely worth it
14: up next is the rules package the governing rules for the next 2 years in the house of representatives he's asking Please matt
4: gates there. about his package I, don't it. I think this is an exquisite rules package and you know members of Congress, that even Gates speak, has an exquisite and, package. Positions and move on to other things. But oftentimes, when you make the rules better, you can actually improve the health of the institution long term. Some of these rules will allow us to zero in on specific elements of federal spending and force votes on whether or not that is an appropriate use of tax dollars. Also baked into these rules we're going to vote on, a church style commission to evaluate the weaponization of this government against our people. That's the FBI. The the DOJ, but even other entities that we see abusing their power to the death. Why
1: they of investigate us, us? Us this Republicans is give us doing crimes?
4: More, more resources, and we're going to get. Justin, back good on the
1: side evening. Of the American people.
14: There was a tense moment late night Friday night when Congressman Mike Rogers, expected to be the next chairman of House Armed Services, confronted you. You guys both serve on the Armed Services Committee. What was that all about? And are you guys going to be able to work together on armed services? Well, Mike Rogers is going to be a terrific chairman of the
4: Armed Services Committee. And we share a deep commitment to our national defense, to our men and women in uniform. And of course, in a late night moment of high drama, people can have moments of frustration, but Mike Rogers and I have a six-year productive uh, working relationship. We're going to work together wonderfully going forward, and I don't think there should be any punishment or reprisal just because he had an animated moment. He has my forgiveness and uh, certainly is someone who's done great things for our national defense and will continue to do those great things.
14: Yeah, he, he you totally he didn't log it in, Moggs. like the fight that you led this week. Uh, you've also taken some criticism. Some people saying this is about fundraising, this is about more media appearances. Do you consider yourself a serious legislator? Well, absolutely. I mean,
4: one of the reasons we fought for these rules was to ensure that all members of Congress can get involved in the legislative process at a more granular level. For far too many years, under both Republican and Democrat control, power has been centralized in a select few. And that's not good for the Republic. Uh, I am not one that's really dearth for a lot of media appearances. I think I'm someone who appears on your network and others more than any other member of Congress, so it's an odd criticism to say that I'm doing this for media hits when I do a lot of those anyway. And even before this episode, I was one of the top fundraisers in Congress, despite the fact that I'm one of the only Republicans in Congress who doesn't accept any lobbyist money or any political action committee donations, because I believe our politics is most pure when it is funded by the people of our country not those who are paid to try to influence outcomes
14: Currently so matt for gates for you for public financing to have you and we'll be tracking the 118th man who tells
1: matt gates yeah, right? it's great to have him what are you smoking dude i want some of it i was on crack right, right. <laughs> Man, that kitten out there. George Santos flashed the white power symbol during one of the votes on the House floor, or at least we believe he did. There you can see his hand. Freshly sworn in New York Republican congressman representing parts of Queens and Long Island who admitted to embellishing his resume, work experience, and heritage, is already being accused of yet another controversial move, displaying the white power symbol. In a now viral photo Santos has shown with his fingers forming an okay gesture, a symbol symbol that the Anti-Defamation League calls a sincere expression of white supremacy. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, prominent figures who have used the symbol include Richard Spencer, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, although Santos has yet to confirm that was his intention, a number of his new colleagues have expressed disgust. Last night on the F- House floor, George Santos gave a white supremacist signal. We've all been laughing at Santos for lying his way into Congress. This time it ain't funny. He and every other white supremacist in Congress needs to be expelled immediately, tweeted Representative Jamal Bowman. I don't know. Like, I clearly there have been several people that have used this as a troll. Did he do it on purpose? Hey, Justin, are you trolling? Fucking Smokey wants in. I can't leave the door open because then the kitten comes in and attacks my foot. What do you guys think? Did, is this a weird for the dude that said his family fleed the Holocaust to make a white supremacist gesture, but right wingers do it just for trolling purposes, just to create controversy, to signal to other people that they're in the cool kids club. That sort of thing. Former prosecutor is saying that Jim Jordan is going to get smacked down in the courts. Jim Jordan will face smackdown in federal court, Kirshner predicts. Former federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner thinks that Representative Jim Jordan, an Ohio Republican, may face a smackdown from federal judges if he gets too nosy about ongoing criminal investigations surrounding the Capitol riot. On Saturday, Kirshner tweeted a video of himself explaining his forecast about what he's derisively dubbed the Republican clown show. He cited a Politico article that revealed certain GOP representatives are pushing for a subcommittee that would investigate what they call the federal government's weaponization. In addition to reviewing ongoing criminal probes, the proposal would allow the panel broad access to information shared with the House Intelligence Committee. Kirshner appeared floored by the proposal. This is an eye-popping power grab, he said in the video. This is Jim Jordan and whoever else ends up on this committee trying to seize the power to poke their noses under the tent of ongoing criminal investigations at the Department of Justice, investigations of crimes like the insurrection, witness tampering, conspiracy, classified documents, crimes. And I don't doubt that I, Jim Jordan helped cover up sexual abuse at Ohio State University. Jim Jordan has a history of doing exactly that. Fuck Jim Jordan. I've got, a, I've got a little scene for you. This person on Twitter thinks that Bobert told Marjorie Taylor Green the fuck out my face. What do you guys think Lauren Boebert told Marjorie Taylor Greene? You can see MTG sticking her nose in here just a second. I don't know, does it fit? The fuck out my face? I don't know. It does kind of fit. Lauren Bovert is indeed a moron. I mean, there's a whole bunch of morons in this frame right now. Kinda makes her a little cooler if uh, she told MTG, get the fuck out my face. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, my friends. Is going in on MTG. He uh he represents a growing coalition that is trying to torpedo MTG for some reason. I was on crack.
0: Right. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I say let him fight. But uh to uh, to endorse
0: Donald Trump to encourage him to uh to um... be the speaker but it sounds like he's already said he would you know right
14: yeah it's the rumor that's the rumor
0: wow that's you know and and and, and you just think of this i want you to think of this look when matt gates put this out okay and what seven was it the seventh or eighth vote now think of this if you did it right out of the gate you got to think of this as marketing guys you know Mm -hmm. if you did it right out of the gate it's not going to fly you I think right now it's happening just the way it's gonna unfold here yeah. where does this end it can only end
1: just the way the q said it would
0: in. it's not going to be the other way mm-hmm. and yeah. i'm telling you that i know these guys uh if it if they if they have made promises to the grassroots they made promises to the people Matt Gaetz is not going to make break his promise and neither. I'm very surprised that the one I won't name her name, but it's Marjorie Taylor green <laughs> promise. We're oh, surprised I name there her too. Name. oh, I let it slip out. <laughs> now the media can say Mike Lindell bashes Marjorie Taylor green. You know, yeah. I just think yeah. it's, that she, uh, I mean, it's her choice, but obviously she was promised something. And I don't know if that promise helps the people, you know what I mean? Um,
4: yeah if it's committees i'm okay with that okay if it's marjorie things taylor, happening the way they're spots, happening it is indeed profound you know when when rosendale came up there and was talking about that vote uh holding them accountable making people vote for even these small little single item bills uh right. that's something marjorie taylor green's been doing for a while i was telling everybody mike that when i was out there at the moment of truth uh in august uh, right. I had the opportunity with Jim Hoff to sit down and interview Marjorie Taylor Greene. And right. the, we, we talked about that specific event, holding Congress accountable. And so I know that she has, you know, deep down, she has the accountability, the desire to hold them accountable. So there has to be some reason that she's aligned. Right, right. I, and I'm
0: going to uh, give Matt, her that. Matt Gates
4: Matt Gaetz is. Yeah. Uh, oh, Matt Gates. He might be a, endorsing. Rising. Capital was returning. Oh, Matt Gaetz. Policies to fund the dreams and ambitions they almost came, of not they? Americans and the economy was roaring. What a contrast to what we have seen from this administration now. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position- Here we are. He's nominated now, not just voted on. And at times the left, there were great moments- And he still
1: only got one vote, you embarrassing pieces of shit. Learn to feel embarrassment. Cicero, good evening. They've got it out for MTG, and I don't know why. I don't These are supposedly Trump allies. But they're attacking MTG because she did what Trump wanted the representatives to do. He, he supported Kevin McCarthy. He told the representatives to support Kevin McCarthy, but here is Ali Alexander. He's got some dirt on MTG.
2: This harlot, I will not be taught vows and loyalty, commitment from a whore. You have got me mistaken for some damn fool and a fool
1: Buddy, I do not have you mistaken for a fool. And content warning. I didn't know he was going to get this saucy. Calling MTG a harlot and a whore. I will
2: not be taught vows and loyalty, commitment from a whore. You have got me mistaken for some damn fool, and a fool, Ollie Alexander, has never been called. In the coming days, I'm going to reveal that Marjorie Taylor Greene, in my summation and the summation of lawyers, committed a crime. That crime is going to be handed to the state of Georgia, and the state of Georgia will decide whether they adjudicate that crime or not. The House Ethics Committee and House Rules must expel Marjorie Taylor Greene when this evidence comes to light. Ho, go home. I am done with you. Ho, go home. You are lukewarm. I am spitting you out of my mouth. You played me and no more. Everyone will know about your drunken night because the consultants who have drunk with you will have to choose whether they fear me or whether they fear you. And they fear me, Marge.
1: They fear me a lot more than they fear you. Remember when he talked about how the Jews time travel? Yes, this is Ali Alexander. He was not on camera this time, but that was a picture of him. I don't know if he he wasn't made up for the camera or something. He thinks he can time travel as well. So he says he has the goods on Marjorie Taylor Green having some kind of drunken party. shit, like we knew we, we knew she was a swinger. Like and that's not a bit like that's probably the coolest thing about her.
22: You live in sexual anarchy.
1: Holy shit. A judge has rejected Trump's claim that a lawsuit against him was a witch hunt. Judge rejects Trump's claim that New York's $250 million fraud uh, lawsuit against him is a witch hunt. The ruling means that the former president is one step closer to another potential trial. A New York judge has swatted down Donald Trump's attempt to dismiss a $250 million fraud lawsuit against him and his family, saying the president's repeated claims he's been singled out in a political witch hunt are frivolous. On Friday, New York Supreme Court Justice Arthur F. Engoron overruled Mr. Trump's argument that Ms. James was acting out of political bias and lacked standing to bring the bombshell civil suit which seeks to bar the Trumps from being an officer in any company registered to do business in the state. The court, and at least two others, has soundly rejected the witch-hunt argument. The attorney general celebrated the decision, the latest win for her office, after the same court ruled in November to appoint an independent monitor to oversee how the Trump organization prepares its financial statements. All right, when we come back from the other side of the break, a a reporter is claiming that she was let go from her job with public radio after she investigated government officials. Game testers with Microsoft on their way to forming a labor union, New York nurses on the eve of a strike. We're gonna update you on the new COVID subvariant. We're gonna talk about right-wing conspiracy theories having to do with the vaccine. Kanye has been found. Andrew Tate might be in the hospital. Elon has an offer to buy Twitter. Ron Jeremy has been declared incompetent. And Vince McMahon is back in charge of the WWE that's the shit we're going to be talking about on the other side of the break here on the troll patrol live we live
8: in turbulent times
1: the media is full of deception conspiracy theories and fake news now more than ever it is important to ensure you're getting information from a source that's freaking reliable i'm justin mullins and this is the freaking news Get a breaking or interesting story
8: with a humorous twist in about a minute weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on
14: YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, and more.
1: kind of warm in here last night. I I, uh, I usually wear pajama pants, right? But like I, I had like big fluffy pajama pants on. It's kind of warm. So I didn't sleep in them. I took them off and <laughs> my dumbass left them on the floor last night and uh, got up this morning and I put my pajama pants back on and I sat down in the chair and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't just sweat enough. Make my pants this wet. The fucking cats have pissed on my fucking pants. Goddamn cats. Yeah, I got up like so like Curiouser is in her like, you know, work phase right now. And uh because she's at work right now. And, uh, she was like, it was like one o'clock, two o'clock or something. She usually sleeps till like five or six. I didn't want to wake her up, but I'm like, God, I gotta go take a shower. (laughs) I'm covered in piss. Sometimes, sometimes it's a good thing. I'm into it. Not when it's like cat piss, I'm going to like scrub down this room yeah I'll, you, you know me I'm into piss right so like I give anything to uh, piss and Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole give me that eye pussy sir wonder if twitch has approved any of my emotes I've got new emotes pending eye I, I pussy is pending and they have not approved it yet they have approved none of them I got all kinds of new emotes I'm waiting for approval from. But no, no fucking Twitch. Take forever to approve my emotes. I do believe you got a new one tonight, though. Yeah. Black Block Troll. If, if Twitch approves it, you'll have a black block troll with a Molotov. But you know, that one's a toss up of whether Twitch approves it or not. Maybe, we'll see. I've got several, several really cool emotes that uh, Twitch will not approve. And there's one I really like that they do not like I wanted, I wanted two emotes. I wanted one to be light one up and I wanted another one to be tip one back. I put it, I don't see. Oh, that might be it. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which will not approve this. I'm so sorry. That would be such a cool emote. Go use that on other channels and shit if Twitch would approve it. But no. Twitch gotta be a bitch. See? See? Those are, like, and then, like, you know, there's my, uh, my troll with the, uh, with the joint in his mouth. That got approved. I don't, I don't know why Twitch is weird about shit. All right, everybody should be back now. Go to West Virginia. God, there's still so much news to talk about. All this news to find out what this news be doing. West Virginia journalist let go after reporting on abuse allegations. A West Virginia journalist lost her job last month after she reported about alleged abuse of people with disabilities within the state agency that runs West Virginia's foster care and psychiatric facilities. She sounds like a fucking hero to me. Holy shit. Amelia Farrell Kinsley, a reporter at West Virginia Public Broadcasting, said she was told to stop reporting on the Department of Health and Human Resources after leaders of the embattled agency threatened to discredit the uh, publicly funded television and radio network. She later learned her part-time position was being eliminated. In a statement, Kinsley said her news director told her the order came from WVPB executive director Butch Antolini, former communications director for Republican Governor Jim Justice. Antolini has served as executive director since 2021 when his predecessor was ousted after Justice overhauled the agency's governing board. Justice has tried unsuccessfully to eliminate state funding for WVPB. In the past, and was accused of appointing partisan operatives to the board. WVPB receives around $4 million a year in state funding. Antolini declined to comment, but other officials denied any effort to influence coverage. West Virginia Educational Broadcasting Authority Chairman William H. File III said Antolini told the board he was not coerced or pressured by anyone. Biles said in a statement that Kinsley was never fired and remains on the WVPB payroll, though she said her door key and email were deactivated. Those are the reporters doing the, the hard job, doing the admirable work. There's another one of those stories that flew under the radar while we were covering the chaos in Congress. Video game workers from Microsoft's first U S labor union, video game workers form Microsoft's first U S labor union. The communications workers of America said about 300 quality assurance workers at Microsoft video game subsidiary ZeniMax studios have voted to join the union. A group of video game testers is forming Microsoft's first labor union in the U.S., which will also be the largest in the video game industry. Communication Workers of America said Tuesday that about 300 quality assurance workers at Microsoft video game subsidiary ZeniMax Studios have voted to join the union. Microsoft already told the CWA it would accept the formation of the union at its Maryland-based video game subsidiary, fulfilling a promise it made to try to build public support for its $68.7 billion acquisition of another big game company, Activision Blizzard. Microsoft bought ZeniMax for $7.5 billion in 2021, giving the Xbox maker control of ZeniMax's well-known game publishing division, Bethesda Softworks, and popular game franchises such as The Elder Scrolls, Doom, and Fallout. The unionization campaign was sparked in part by Microsoft's ongoing bid to buy California-based game giant Activision Blizzard. Microsoft, which is based in Redmond, Washington, made a June pact with the CWA union to stay neutral if Activision Blizzard workers sought to form a union. Microsoft's legally binding agreement specifically applied to Activision Blizzard workers after closing of the merger, but it also reflects Microsoft's broader principles on handling unionization, which is still uncommon in tech and gaming industries. Fallout and Elder Scrolls uh, aren't very good anymore. But maybe, maybe, uh, you know, unionization will help. I bet QA people get worked. I bet they... What, what do they call that in, in gaming crunch? When you're like getting down to the wire when a game's getting ready to be released? I, uh... And like, I've played Bethesda games. What are, Q, what are QA people doing? Uh... <laughs> what are QA people doing anyway with Bethesda games? Are you telling me that's... Quality Assurance played those video games. Quality Assurance played Fallout seventy-six. Quality Assurance played Fallout four. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm just saying, I've played those fucking games. They are buggy. Is it like? Bugs and Bethesda games just come with the fucking territory. You have to accept it. But good on them for unionizing. I'm just saying I've like I've got a love-hate relationship with Bethesda. I've played a shit ton of Bethesda games to hate the company as much as I do. Like, like fucking. I really enjoyed the last Wolfenstein I played. What, New Order? No, 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 no. Maybe New Order. I don't know which one it was. I played. Really fucking enjoyed it. Uh, Prey, excellent. Prey was excellent. Fucking, I probably have hundreds of hours in Fallout Four. I I would love to play Skyrim in VR. I've never been so I got right to the end of fucking New Vegas and didn't beat the motherfucker like that's like when I got a PS4 or some shit never fucking finished New Vegas I enjoyed New Vegas loved New Vegas so much I played fucking Outer Worlds that's the that's the game developer that made Outer Worlds and I fucking loved that game and I beat the shit out of it I have other Bethesda games. I can't even think of them right now. We are on the. I haven't played any VR game yet, but like Skyrim would be one I'd really want to play in VR. We are on the eve of workers nursing, uh, worker nurse blah, 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 blah. nurses in New York possibly going on strike.
10: Several New York City hospitals are bracing themselves as thousands of nurses threaten to walk off the job less than 24 hours from now. On them. Without a contract agreement, a strike will take place tomorrow morning and would have a major impact on patient care. CBS 2's Christina Fan joins us live from the Upper East Side with the latest on the negotiation.
1: I wish, I wish one of my other new emotes was already approved, my Marks emote. That would be perfect for this story right here.
24: Christina. Good morning, Andrea.
1: I like to play Resident Evil. Uh, when was
24: made uh, when
1: seven Air, one of the VR as well. That'd be fun. A deal
24: with the nurses' union, but three hospitals still have not yet reached an agreement, including Mount Sinai behind us, with less than 24 hours to go registered nurse matt allen has been dedicated to his patients at mount sinai hospital the last seven years he says on monday to protect those he cares for he's prepared to strike
23: patients have been um, in unsafe situations for a very long time now Um, and us nurses have been calling out for help from the administration from our hospital administration to say hey There's too many patients, there's too little nurses.
24: Allen is among thousands of nurses at 12 New York City hospitals who have been fighting for what they call fair wages, safe staffing, and better healthcare benefits. I can't
1: imagine what it's like to be a nurse right now.
24: Montefiore in the Bronx, Mount Sinai on the Upper East Side, and Mount Sinai Morningside and West are the only three that have not yet reached a deal.
23: We went through COVID, we risked our lives, we put ourselves out there. Um, we sacrificed many things. Still going through COVID. The patients in these hospitals, um, and where has that gone? Where has that respect gone for us?
24: Mount Sinai is the biggest hospital in the system, with 3,600 nurses. It has been preparing for a potential strike this week by moving patients, including infants in the NICU, to other hospitals, postponing elective surgeries, and diverting ambulances. Time and energy, the union argues, could have been
6: spent negotiating. We don't know how many million of dollars they are willing to spend on replacement nurses and diversion. Don't be a scab. Strike ...instead of settling contracts. In a statement to CBS2
24: Saturday evening, the hospital called the New York State Nurses Association's actions reckless, adding the union is jeopardizing patients' care and forcing its nurses to sacrifice their dedication to patient care
23: it's heartbreaking because
1: i want i want to point out that they have a very similar situation going on in the uk right now and uh, the right wing is making the same argument that the nurses are being reckless and that their actions are going to lead to deaths
23: and our our license is on the line right if we're taking care of too many patients we're at greater risk um for making a mistake
24: and the union says that Mount Sinai walked away from the negotiating table late Thursday night and the two sides have not met face-to-face since then. As of now, more than 8,000 nurses plan to go on strike. Live from the Upper East Side, Christina Fan, CBS 2 News.
1: Sounds like we're getting labor action tomorrow, fam. We support our brothers, sisters, non-binary... Taking collective action. Lift a fist for them. If you're in the area, go give them coffee or pizza or some shit. If they're forming a picket line. China completely reopens its borders. We're, we're, we're going to like, this, this, this plays into the whole nursing thing, right, with uh, another wave of COVID possibly on its way. And China uh, really throwing a wild card out there for us.
16: First time since March 2020, China has lifted pandemic restrictions on foreign travel and reopened its borders to international visitors. The easing of restrictions marks the final unravelling of the country's controversial zero-COVID policy. For the past few years, it's shielded China's 1.4 billion people from the virus, but also cut them off from the rest of the world. Now, incoming travellers will no longer need to quarantine, only provide a negative PCR test, taken within the previous 48 hours. At Beijing Capsule International Airport, long-awaited reunions at the Arrivals Hall, that would have been impossible just a day ago, are finally a reality
1: our daughter is coming in today because there's no problem. they are seeing surges so we're just thrilled that china has it is ripping through their, their population policy. at the moment
21: and um that's why she chose this flight for today because it's the first day when people can just come right off the airplane and go home oh,
16: yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. investors hope the reopening will reinvigorate a 17 trillion dollar economy suffering its
1: oh there's for the reason
16: half a century The border opening comes ahead of the start of the Lunar New Year, which was, pre-pandemic, the biggest annual migration in the world. Some two billion trips are expected this season, nearly double last year's movement. But the abrupt policy reversal has triggered a massive wave of infections that is overwhelming some hospitals and causing business disruptions. Several governments worried about China's current Covid spike have imposed restrictions on outbound travellers. The easing of restrictions comes after historic protests against China's COVID policy that saw frequent testing, curbs on movement, and mass lockdowns that heavily damaged the world's second biggest economy. Oof.
1: Doctors are worried about the new subvariant that is spreading.
4: Centers for Disease Control and Prevention continues to track the rapid rise of a new COVID variant. It was barely on the radar in late November, but the new strain now accounts for a growing number of infections. KITV 4s Eric Nackton joins us live. Eric, health experts say this what variant up, is
22: also highly transmissible. It's very true with cases escalating. I spoke with one of the area's most renowned experts in the field about growing concerns with the new variant known as XBB. Point 1.5. Here's an inside look. For many, the quest to remain healthy and COVID free can become more difficult with each passing day. Higher concentrations of the virus that cause COVID-19 are on the rise, and that includes the arrival of the XBB.1.5 subvariant. Right now, the biggest thing we're worried Neat. about
7: is how rapidly XBB.1.5 is spreading. Now. We have the Omicron variants, which everyone knows. Last year were very serious, and they were they spread very quickly. Well, XPB2, I don't know that we'd have that data yet, about 80% Dustin. Eighty percent more transmissible than the highest Omicron variant. It's Holy a shit! Recombinant variation of two XBB two, so it's
22: still in that family and yet it is taking off. Dr. Scott Miskovich is based on Oahu and remains one of the foremost authorities on COVID. We are
7: seeing that there is some coverage if you've had the bivalent, because remember that new vaccination has the Omicron variant built into it to
22: help cover. When it comes to contracting COVID-XBB.1.5.
1: There you have it. There is some protection from the bivalent booster
7: permanent brain issues could be an issue we have new symptoms like for example everybody has heard of brain fog we all know of fatigue and shortness of breath those are the big three well we are now starting to caveat brain fog is brain damage it has permanent findings when we're looking at the autopsy findings of these brains where there's permanent changes that are occurring
22: so this is serious. And many experts also report the rate at which the coronavirus is being detected in wastewater has tripled or quadrupled in many parts of the U.S. in recent weeks. Eric Knackton, KITV4, Island News.
1: Homozygote is a fantastic source of information on COVID. Who is not a good source of information is any fucking right-winger that you see on Twitter or YouTube. Do not listen to anything they're saying. They have ran with this story about a 16 year old student in Las Vegas dying. I believe it was some kind of flag football game.
10: To our top story, now at four, a local student athlete has died after a medical emergency during a flag football game.
9: She's been identified as 16-year-old Ashari Hughes, a sophomore at Desert Oasis High School.
10: And Fox 5's Danny Mastin speaking with family members this afternoon who tell us exactly what happened. Danny.
25: Kim and John, I spoke with Ashari's dad on the phone today who tells me she had a heart problem but had been cleared to play. Her dad, of course, confused, frustrated and devastated by his daughter's passing. Ashari's dad tells me Ashari has always had a love and passion for football. She first started playing flag football at Centennial High School before coming to Desert Oasis. She showed initial signs of heart problems at her first game at Desert Oasis. She went to the doctors and cardiologists cleared her to play at last night's game. When playing at that game, Ashari's dad tells me she started to feel tired and was experiencing chest problems. She went to sit down and that is when she collapsed. She wasn't breathing and did not have a pulse. A nurse from the stands performed CPR and used a defibrillator which prompted Ashari's heart to start beating again. But when arriving to the hospital, she passed. Understandably, her classmates are grieving this loss. We spoke with students from Desert Oasis today who say the mood at school has been somber.
15: People feel sorrow, like uh, what, they shut down like all the uh, practices and like games. And uh, actually I've heard like selfishness selfishness come from people because I heard a football player. Like, why are they cancel practice? I'm like, let let's uh, let's not worry about something like that. Girl just lost her life.
25: CCSD Superintendent Jesus Jara sent this statement in part: When a tragedy occurs, it affects not only that school but the entire Clark County School District family, and we grieve with the students, staff, and families affected by this loss. Ashari's dad also tells me last night was going to be her last game as they didn't want her to play any more games after that until her heart problems had been figured out. Oh, wow. Out. I'm told she was supposed to have a doctor's appointment today. Now, a GoFundMe page has been set up by Ashari's Don't family. smoker. A link to that.
1: Good evening, my friend. On the
25: page of our website at fox5vegas.com. Reporting live, I'm Danny Mastin, Fox 5 News, local Las Vegas.
1: If you go look in the comments, of any page sharing out that story, right-wingers are all over it like, I'm sure it's the vaccine, this didn't happen before the vaccine, it's the clot shot. It's more common than you would think. Go to the Mayo Clinic. Sudden death in young people, heart problems, often to blame. Sudden death in young people is rare, but those at risk can take precautions. More common in males than females, actually. It is 1 in 50,000 to 1 in 80,000 young athletes die every year of sudden cardiac arrest. How many student athletes you think there are in the country? Fucking couple million. So you're you're liable to have a handful die every year, a couple handfuls die every year just based on the statistics. So this case is not an outlier, it's perfectly normal. right wingers have been uh, spreading claims about the vaccine Two researchers found that more than 1,500 athletes have suffered cardiac arrest since COVID-19 vaccinations began compared to a previous average of 29 athletes per year suggesting the vaccines are causing a dramatic rise in such cardiac issues this was Peter McCullough that dumb fuck The researchers cited a number from a blog that lists news stories about recent deaths and medical emergencies among people of all ages from all over the world, some of which were attributed to other causes such as cancer. The previous figure, meanwhile, is from a 2006 study that specifically reviewed literature for reports of sudden uh, cardiac deaths among athletes under the age of 35. Comparing the two sources with different methodologies is not scientifically sound, experts told the Associated Press. Following Buffalo Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest during a game on Monday, social media posts and Fox News gave air to long-circulating and faulty narrative that COVID-19 vaccines are causing a dramatic increase in athlete deaths. Cardiologist Peter McCullough and researcher uh, Panagas Polycritus. Looked into the trend in Europe, European sports leagues. They found that prior to COVID and COVID-19 vaccines, there were roughly 29 cardiac arrests in those European sports leagues per year. Fox's Tucker Carlson claimed in the segment on Tuesday night, since the Vax campaign began, there have been more than 1,500 total cardiac arrests in those leagues and two-thirds of those were fatal. Oh my God, it was also on Fox News. There are 493,000 just in the NCAA. But me saying there's a couple million in the country is pretty spot on. Maybe even three, four million. For example, the list includes a 71-year-old woman who died at home in Canada in December even while acknowledging her cause of death was not known and that her obituary suggested donations to a cancer charity. I had multiple people cite this very thing, this blog post by McCullough, as a peer-reviewed study. something like 52 percent of all students are athletes God damn and one in 50,000 is gonna is gonna die from heart issues in a year So you would expect in a normal year 20 30 deaths at least that's what the data says. Right-wingers are morons. I'm telling you, you can see it all over social media. They're like, this wasn't happening a few years ago. Athletes weren't dropping dead like this. No, they absolutely were. Humans are incredibly good at detecting patterns. So good at detecting patterns that we detect them even where, where patterns don't exist. And we're also really bad at dealing with probability. That is one of the reasons why you see people uh, cherry pick stories. They're putting more emphasis. like it was always explained to me like this in, in, in philosophy class. You know how you have a, you have one of those instances where you're thinking to somebody and then the phone rings and it's them. I mean, as if anybody answers the phone anymore, but I was in college like 10, 15 years ago. You're thinking to somebody and they text you and you're like, oh God damn, I was just thinking about them. Well, yeah, here's the thing is like, there's only a handful of people in your life that you're likely to be thinking about. That same handful of people are the handful of people that are likely to be sending you a message for giving you a call crime is way up crime is way up compared to its historical lows of like 98 99 2,000. Crime is still down from its historical highs of the mid-80s. Fucking Jordan Peterson.
22: Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who.
1: Human resources. Good evening, my friend. Also, good evening, devil. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it costs $150 to see Beef Daddy. That, I saw like Chevelle, 10 years, and, and another band, I've fucking like, for like $35, $150 is like Lady Gaga, Roger Waters, that's what I've dropped to see them. Jordan Peterson is not worth 150 goddamn dollars. Jordan Peterson is charging 150 goddamn dollars. Do you think we're stupid? You
3: think we're fools?
1: I can't believe any fucking person would pay $150. I wouldn't pay any amount of money to see that motherfucker. God. It makes me sad he's charging 150 fucking dollars. How long can you run that grift? Like surely, surely there is not that many suckers out there that are going to pay that money to see him. You'd have to pay me $150 to see that motherfucker. Walmart removes kKK men's hiking boots from website after pressure from civil rights organization so there's a kKK on the tongue of the boot it is the Harsni men's tactical military hike Weird that it would be geared towards military men. Walmart has removed an online listing for a pair of men's hiking boots with KKK emblazoned on the tongue. The retailer dropped the shoes from its website after it was flagged by the Council on American-Islamic Relations, a grassroots civil rights and advocacy group. Advocacy. I fucked that up. Advocacy group. A spokesman for CAIR told Insider the organization contacted Walmart's corporate offices to respectfully ask that they be removed. Walmart did not immediately respond to Insider's request for comment. The boots listed as Harsini, 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 Men's Tactical Military Kin Ankle Boot Outdoor Trekking Shoes were available in black and tan. Both with KKK in red, why? What? Somebody, didn't anyone contact the maker of the boot? Did anyone contact the maker of the boot? I wanna, why does the boot have KKK on it? Does Walmart make the boot? If the name brand is... Harsini... Possibly, if it was made in China, Korea, Indonesia, Malaysia, something like that... They might not even know what KKK is. But like... What? Speaking of KKK... They found Kanye West. They found Kanye West. Apparently he wasn't even missing. He was just, uh, he was just ducking trying to, uh, to be served. Kanye West became a trending uh, topic on Sunday after servicing at a church over the weekend. The controversial superstar had been missing for several weeks with many concerned about his whereabouts. The rumor started last month after his former, former business manager, Thomas St. John claimed he couldn't find him. He was trying to serve him with a lawsuit. The person who spotted Kanye West at the church was able to capture a snap of him. Go to Twitter. Here's a picture, of Kanye. Looking dapper, as always, in his, his faux workman clothes that cost thousands of dollars, probably. So fans of Kanye began accusing the business manager of spreading fake news. I've been accused of spreading fake news about Andrew Tate. (laughs) We've arrived at our worst people segment in, uh, in the stream here. Andrew Tate, social media account, declares that the Matrix has attacked me after reports he may have been taken to the hospital after arriving in prison. Take this with a grain of salt. Reporting out of Romania is not the best. Andrew Tate has tweeted a link to a Romanian article that states one of the influencer brothers has been taken to the hospital, adding that the Matrix has attacked me. Tate, a British citizen and former professional kickboxer, who's amassed 4.4 million followers on Twitter, is currently in custody with brother Tristan in Romania. They were arrested last week as part of an ongoing investigation into rape and human trafficking claims, as well as uh, money laundering, Andrew Tate. Tate today shared a link to a Romanian news website, Spy News, which is reporting that one of the brothers was taken to the hospital Following a routine medical check in custody, here's a uh, here's video we watched this the other day. Him in the back of uh, the paddy wagon. Yeah, the Wachowski sisters not the best to quote. An ambiguous tweet. The 36 year old said, "The Matrix has attacked me." But they misunderstand you cannot kill an idea hard to kill. One of the brothers is said to have informed a medic of a pre-existing health issue resulting in a consultation at a hospital in Bucharest. They are now back in, in a detention center. The website reports it comes after four more luxury vehicles were seized as part of the investigation into the social media personality earlier in the week. Also have another little tidbit, but once again, this is this is kind of hearsay. Take it with a grain of salt. This Romanian news website, I don't know how reputable they are. They took the Bugatti. According to a Romanian news source, Andrew Tate is caught on a wiretap admitting to his crimes. This was apparently translated by Google Translate. New information is emerging from the case in which millionaire brothers Andrew and Tristan Tate were arrested for human trafficking. The two influencers would have forced their victims to tattoo themselves with their names. The security employees would have always stood with guns in sight to intimidate the women. In transcripts, Andrew Tate tells how he used women to launder money. The news about the arrest of the Tate brothers also reached Afghanistan. The Taliban are demanding their release because apparently Andrew converted to Islam in 2021. And as I understand it, he was just fucking around. The Taliban coming to the Tate Brothers rescue. Continuing on with some of the worst people in the world. Elon Musk been made a cash money offer for Twitter. Leonidas Razzini sent Elon Musk an offer letter to buy Twitter for 14.26 billion in cash, including a $1 billion down payment. Self-proclaimed but unsubstantiated Twitter investor, Leonidas Razzini, mocked Elon Musk on his own platform. Razzini offered to buy Twitter for 30 billion less than what Musk paid for the social media platform in October. But hey, you got the money, man. The potential Twitter troll who mocked Musk before backed his claim with a very familiar sounding letter of intent and a video. Before you acquired Twitter, I had invested in Twitter as I believed in its potential to be the platform for free speech, and I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. However, since you acquired Twitter, you have not kept your promise of free speech, and Twitter has become a breeding ground for online hate and terrorism. I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve this societal imperative in its current form under its current owner. Sound a little familiar to you. As a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for 18.53 per share in cash. $14.26 $14.26 billion, as I do not consider the current valuation of $41.09 billion to be accurate. My offer is my best and final offer and if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder and inform my fund to withdraw my investment. Twitter has super extraordinary potential. I am the right one to unlock it. Where is the video? The offer has been sent to Elon Musk and is a family office manager. They can either consider or reject. He won't receive a more generous offer. And here is the... Yes, I am serious.
2: I've got here $1 billion being packed and ready to be sent to Elon Musk as a down payment as soon as he agrees to my offer. Let's go. Yes, I am serious. I've got here. He brought the receipts. He's
1: got the calculator. He was. He was. He did the math to figure up uh, how much a billion was. You
3: take your thirty-three and a third chance, minus my twenty-five percent chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning.
1: Elon has been doing some major math here lately, trying to figure out how much money he's lost. He is now in the Guinness Book of World Records. Elon
19: Musk will allow political ads on Twitter again.
1: Oh, shut up, Brianna Joy Gray. I was getting ready to make another math joke. But
3: then you take my 75% chance of winning, and then add 66 and two thirds percent. I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning.
1: Elon Musk has secured a world record for the largest loss of personal fortune in history. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, it is official as of Friday. Elon learned to feel embarrassment. He's still talking shit on Twitter. Continuing on with our worst people in the world. Content warning on this one. I guess probably with content warning on all these shits. Just content warning the whole fucking show, motherfuckers. Which, I mean, we do indeed start with a content warning. Let that sink in. Porn star, Ron Jeremy, who is 69 years old. Porn star, Ron Jeremy, who is 69 years old. Be declared incompetent in his rape trial due to his severe dementia. He faces 30 sexual assault claims spanning two decades from 21 different women who were as young as aged 15. Former adult entertainer was indicted on 30 counts of sexual abuse with victims who were as young as 15 years old. Mental health experts called on by prosecutors and Jeremy's defense team have determined he suffers from severe dementia and most likely won't stand trial being held on a $6.6 million bill at the Twin Towers Correctional Facility in Los Angeles County since his arrest in June of 2020. I was wondering if that was quite possibly a result of syphilis. Picture of him from his heyday. That's not even as bad as he looks now. This is from like 2020 when he was arrested. He looks horrendous at this moment. Here's a video from one of his court appearances, which still is from a while back. Must have declined severely in just the last year or two. Did I save this picture? He is not looking good in his most recent picture. That is what Ron Jeremy currently looks like. Apparently confined to a wheelchair and is suffering from severe dementia. Sad that he's not going to get to stand trial for his crimes. Sad that he got away with it for as long as he did. Speaking of sex pests. Accused rapists. Vince McMahon is back at WWE. WWE. Also, once again, causing me to eat my words, something I didn't think was going to happen. Apparently, he has returned to quote unquote ensure a smooth sale process. Vince McMahon has rejoined the WWE board on Friday to begin a potential sale process for his company. WWE has hired JP Morgan to advise on the sale. Legacy Media. Streaming giants and entertainment holding companies could all end up submitting bids to buy WWE. Deal would likely happen before mid-year when TV rights renewal deal negotiations will also take place. That is not what Vince McMahon looks like currently. Also, looks more like that. A very weird looking old dude. This is a more recent photo of vince mcmahon apparently this um liberty media is in the running uh whatever the company that bought ufc is in the running saudi arabia is in the running nbc universal is in the running Vince McMahon has returned to WWE Board of Directors to facilitate potential sale talks ahead of the company's media rights renewal. Owning IP allows streaming services to exclusively offer content without the annoyance of winning licensing rights in an auction every few years. WWE also has value to offer in merchandising and theme park businesses. The former CEO and chair is 77 years old and the controlling shareholder of WWE he stepped down after an investigation, found that he had paid nearly 15 million to four women over 16 years to quell claims of alleged sexual misconduct and infidelity. Returning to the board will give potential buyers confident, confidence he's supportive of the details of any transaction. Now, apparently, there are other allegations against Vince that have yet to come to light. McMahon's return doesn't affect current leadership. McMahon's daughter, Stephanie, and former CAA agent Nick Khan are the co-CEOs, but it remains unclear what type of role, if any, McMahon would want if WWE is sold. So here are the potential buyers. Comcast, which owns NBC Universal, is a potential fit as a buyer for WWE. McMahon's company already has an exclusive streaming deal with Comcast's streaming service, Peacock, and a cable TV deal with NBC Universal's USA Network. Fox seems less likely than Comcast to pull off a deal for WWE given its significantly smaller balance sheet. Still, Fox has an existing linear TV deal with WWE for Friday Night Smackdown. The company may feel the time is right to increase scale given its news court merger ambitions. Fox sold off most of its entertainment uh, assets in a $71 billion sale to Disney in 2019. But WWE fits with the smaller company's sports and live event focus. Disney! Returning CEO Bob Iger may want to make a splashy acquisition if he retakes the throne at Disney. WWE fits Disney in the same way that it fits Comcast. It would bolster Disney's streaming ambison, uh, ambitions, perhaps on ESPN+. It would support their linear network business, and it would add some heft to merchandising and theme park business. Comcast didn't want Disney walking away with Fox in 2019 and drove up the price by tens of millions by topping Iger's initial bid. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav has spent the beginning of his tenure over the merged Warner Media and Discovery, cutting costs to better position his company for the future. Spending billions on an acquisition at this stage may run counter to his strategy, especially when it's unclear where live sports fits in the company's broader portfolio of assets. Still, Zaslov has said both publicly and privately that while he's not interested in renting sports rights, he would be interested in deals that give the company ownership over IP. This would be an interesting uh, deal since rival wrestling league AEW currently has a traditional carry, uh, carriage uh, rights deal with Warner Brothers that expires this year. Netflix has long shied away from sports and other live events, but it's recently become open to the idea of owning a league outright or taking an ownership stake. Owning a sports league would give Netflix the ability to create video games and spin off series without friction. Netflix found success in its Formula One Drive to Survive documentary series giving co-CEO Reed Hastings faith that certain sports properties will resonate with Netflix's huge global audience. Hiring WWE or any uh, or another sports league would be a path towards offering live entertainment without renting content. Amazon is perennially around the hoop when it comes to acquiring sports content from spending $1 billion dollars per year on Thursday Night Football, to streaming Major League Baseball games, to exclusively broadcasting a bunch of Premier League soccer games. Lord Locke, good evening. Amazon could bolster Prime Video with live matches in WWE's library of content, while easily boosting merchandising opportunities through its gigantic e-commerce business. Unlike Apple Plus, which is also interested in sports rights, but has almost no history of doing multi-billion dollar acquisitions, Amazon spent 8.4 billion on MGM and 13.7 billion for Whole Foods. Endeavor Group Holdings, run by super agent Ari Emanuel, could add WWE to its stable of assets after agreeing to buy 100% of UFC in 2021 what's up phoebe liberty media while endeavor owns ufc liberty's formula one group owns formula one john malone liberty's controlling shareholder and ceo greg moffy along with formula one ceo stefano Domenicali, have figured out how to globally market the car racing league including cracking american culture after decades of obscurity malone and mafia have extensive track records at maximizing media valuations and acquiring media assets for less than 10 billion so there do we have a Jim Cramer on this oh that's his take on Disney yeah I'll pass I think the most likely scenario at this point in time, though, who knows what the fuck is going to happen now that Vince McMahon has stepped back into the picture. With McMahon wanting to take control of his company again, it seems like uh, Liberty Media or the what Endeavor group that owns UFC taking it private and allowing Vince McMahon... To continue to be the CEO would probably be the best bet because you know if it goes to NBC, if it goes to Disney, if it goes to Fox, Vince McMahon will not be in charge of it anymore. UFC had that deal where uh, you know it got took over by the company, but Dana White was still in charge of it. If, if if Disney buys WWE, it gets completely sanitized, and I don't know what happens to WWE's legacy. You know how do you how do you do specials and documentaries and shit about the Attitude Era when you're Disney? But then again, they have other media umbrellas, like you know, like the streaming rights are on ESPN and shit. I don't know why I'm going to I'm going to share this story with you guys. This has no news value whatsoever. This is just my friends from back home where I'm from have been talking about this. So there's an interesting little little tidbit here. Let's fuck it. Let's just could be five
2: you. New tonight at 11, police say charges could be filed after video showing sexual acts outside a Grundy, Virginia gas station went viral. The Buchanan County Sheriff's Office said it's actively investigating what happened at the double quick in Grundy, Virginia that's in Buchanan County. Late tonight, the Buchanan County Commonwealth's attorney told us the video showed two people engaged in sex. Grundy police say charges are pending the outcome of the investigation. The Buchanan County Sheriff's Office is also involved and said their office has gotten several calls you
8: about live the in video sexual that anarchy? happened on New Year's
2: Day.
1: Now, why might I want to show this to you? I found the video, and the dude's kind of a character. That's why. That's why I want to show it to you. There have been a whole bunch of memes that this has spawned. It was apparently a TikTok video that went viral.
3: <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: Sudden Apollo, good evening. Now, once again, once again, there's still nothing newsworthy about any of this. But the dude denies it. The dude, apparently the dude that is in the video is denying it's him in the video. He says it's fake news. This is, I'm sorry to fucking expose your kids here on my street. (laughs) Whatever you hear about me, please believe it. I no longer have time to explain myself. You can also add some if you want. This is, this is Isaiah here. Ah, <laughs> uh, so here's <laughs> It looks like a real charmer. His response to it is it's not me. I dated a video editor and we split and this was the result or revenge, I don't know. But it's not me. Where's my tattoo? Mother uh, do you, your tattoo? What well, part of the like the the dude in the video has no like exposed skin? So glad y'all having fun with it. I was laughing at first, but I'd i damn sure but little more work in it. It made a movie if it was me. Have a good day, folks. Y'all got no life to be fucking with me like this. It's got 151. It's the Shaggy defense. It wasn't me. Was it shot me in the shower? It wasn't me. When I was looking, I thought he had a video admitting to it. Apparently, he admitted to it on a Facebook post. <laughs> there was a, a local newsman did a news hit that cracked me up over this you got to see this. I like this guy. I might, even, I might even ask him
9: to come on and be a special
1: guest host on the Friday Night Freak Show.
9: Hello, folks. I'm Sean Allen. Coming up on your news feed, you ever wonder how to get stabbed and then go to jail after actually getting stabbed? We'll tell you all about that. And a man is accused of running up a hellacious electric bill on somebody else's tab in order to mine Bitcoin. And over in Grundy, Virginia, not Kentucky, a man has been videoed munching. Get it. Google that. Google that. And officials say that it is a crime because somebody's going to get charged with something and probably test positive for something too. So see, it is news. All those stories and more coming up on your newsfeed each and every Friday at 6 p.m. or just watch it anytime you damn well please by downloading the free mountaintop TV app available on your Roku, iPhone, And Apple TV, and a recent study says that people who actually watch the show on a consistent basis are way more likely to get than if you were at Pump Seven over in Grundy, Virginia, at the Double Quick.
1: I like him. (laughs) That was a good. That was a good little uh, news teaser there. On par with the kind of shit I do over here on the Troll Patrol. Ah, fuck. Let's find out about the Peach Bowl Girl. I have no clue what this shit is about. Fox News has been spamming my goddamn feed with the Peach Bowl Girl. I don't know what she did.
5: I go to Xavier University, and I'm the Peach Bowl Girl. So during those three seconds Um, that I was aired on TV, I was very anxious for what was about to happen next because that was going to dictate the result of the game and who would go to the national championship. And I was just praying to God that we would make the kick in that moment. At first, they were a little bit confused, but my family reactions now is that I want to have some fun with this. This could be a good opportunity. And just enjoy it. This new viral fame has been, it's been fun. I was in shock the past couple of days because I didn't think three seconds on TV would put me in this kind of position, but I'm finding that I could use this as an opportunity and it's very exciting. I would love to be able to do some good out of this, whether that's promoting brands that align with what I like or promoting women in sports.
1: I bet I bet I bet you don't promote those woke brands, do you?
22: Up
5: yours woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. This year at Xavier it's the first team ever. It's the inaugural season for the Women's Lacrosse team. So I and being in a STEM major, I just believe that promoting women in sports and telling others that you can do any major you want and it is possible and showing them like what a day in my life is as a college athlete or like what we go through and stuff like that i think that would be a really good like platform for some fox news though or younger girls to see that
1: i like i like that she's focusing on women's sports and shit Good on her, and she's a STEM major. I guess she was just on TV for a few seconds. That's that's all it was. I thought she might have done something funny. I'm a little let down. She was just she was just there. She had pretty eyes. That's that's all it was. God damn. A bright green comet not seen since last ice age will be visible in January. The comet dubbed C 2022 E3. Oh, yeah. What is up, Zeus of Hollywood? Good evening, my friend. Thank you for being a freaking follower. The comet dubbed C 2022 E3 is believed to have last passed through the solar system around. 50,000 years ago. Those who happen to look up into the night sky this January and February may be able to see a -a once-in-a-lifetime celestial event, a newly discovered comet passing through the solar system. Once-in-a-lifetime may even be an understatement as the comet's estimated 50,000-year period means that the last people to look up and witness the icy visitor were likely Neanderthals. The comet, which has been given the eloquent name of C-2022-E3, was discovered by astronomers at the Zwicky Transient Facility in early March of 2022. Astronomers say that the comet is now sweeping across the constellation Corona Borealis, ...as it travels through the inner solar system for the first time in millennia. Wait a minute, are we talking negative shit about football? Fuck football. These motherfuckers out here cooking footballs, the only thing we like to kick around here. The only balls we kick around here are authority's balls.
11: He's kicking authority, the
1: balls. God damn it. NASA recommends looking for the comet. <laughs> NASA, NASA recommends looking for the comet in early mornings when the moon is dim in the sky. While they say the comet will be best seen through a telescope or binoculars, it may even become bright enough to view with the naked eye. Why do I? What do I need help with? Do I need help kicking authority in the balls? He's
11: kicking authority in the balls.
1: Motherfuckers.
22: Come on, Lord Locke, Cancel me, bitch. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who.
1: So the Comet will reach its closest point in about four days. Start looking for it next week. Oh, that's its closest point to the sun on January the 12th. Will reportedly pass the closest to Earth on February the 1st. According to NASA's Jet Proposal Laboratory, the comet has a period of around 50,000 years, meaning the last time the comet was this close to Earth was during the upper Paleolithic period, often considered the end of the last ice age. Who cancels whom? God damn it, 16 tones. Listen. Listen. You came in here earlier and I wanted to I wanted to clip that segment for YouTube so I couldn't stop and fucking admonish you. You know fucking better. Never like I I am not a fan of people drinking and driving, texting and driving. Fucking taking Uber motherfucker, taking Uber. I know your car drives itself. But god damn it, I'm I'm disappointed in you. blue corn shit what the fuck are you talking about yes weeding and driving is okay that is absolutely okay if you are comfortable driving high you have drive not on lsd not on lsd do not drive on lsd i did do that once But uh, I live like uh, 0.4 miles, 0.5 miles from a gas station and I dropped some acid one time and I was like, God damn, I'd really like a cigar. And this is when I'm coming up. I'm like, I think I'm good enough to where I could drive. So it's like seven or eight o'clock on like a Friday or a Saturday evening or something. And I drive over to the gas station. And they all knew me there, right? I was in there all the fucking time because it was fucking point four miles from my apartment. And I get to the gas station and I realize how, how much the acid had kicked in. And I lay down in my seat and I'm just giggling my ass off. <laughs> just giggling away, man. So I go in there, and I think I might have even grabbed, like, something to drink. Like, you know, you, you, you're you on acid. You should you should uh, get you some orange juice, get you some vitamins and shit in you. i probably grab some orange juice or some fruit juice or some shit, and then I go up and <laughs> the lady that's working is normally on day shift, and she takes one look at me, and she's like, I swear, you guys coming in here during the night? And I was like, What, what? what? Like I know you're on something. <laughs> you ain't never gonna get sit on now, tones. Look at yourself, and I know you're disappointed in that one, and you're probably and and you were probably right about the the jail not at wanting to administer your eye drops, they send you. I've had story after story. I can I can show you a stack of them, where the jail's like, nope, nope, you're too expensive as an inmate. We're kicking you the fuck out. Is there there are people that have even like gotten sent to jail just for uh, uh to try to get health care. Is eight years ago, is it off your record? Did you not get charged with second offense? Usually, seven years is when shit's off your record. But I think that may vary from state to state. For seven years, might be your credit, sc- your fucking credit score shits off your credit in seven years or some shit. I don't know. I can't do math.
3: But then you take my seventy-five percent chance of winning, and then add sixty-six and two-thirds percent. I got a hundred forty-one and two-thirds chance of winning.
1: Seven years is medical debt. I didn't know you could discharge that shit. Oh, you gotta have one of those uh you gotta blow into your car, is that it? That's no fun. Are you okay, Tones? You seem like you're um you're going through sort of a depressive episode. I'm worried about you, my friend. I don't, I don't want you I don't want you to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. We're here for you. All right. I know, I know I'm kind of hard to, uh, to get up with cause like, I feel like I'm constantly fucking rushing to get shit done. But I'm just a, I'm just a, a message away. You know how to get up with me. I have to hit the content warning for this one because I've been told that people have a hard time. See, this is going to be a feel good story. This is your animal video. I'm I'm told that people have a hard time seeing animals in distress, and the beginning of the video is gonna show you an animal in distress, but once again, heartwarming video. This poor puppy fell into some icy waters, and a family was able to rescue him.
25: Snowball! I need you. Snowball! Puppy, be careful!
1: baby. Please be careful, be careful, be careful,
25: be careful. I knew this would happen. Come on.
1: After a few minutes of struggle, the family was able to pull the putt to safety. We did it. Yes, it was in Canada.
2: We did it. 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 Grab him. Pick him
25: up. Pick him Come up. Come on. Come on. Go
1: get him dried off and get him warmed up. I probably need to be taken to the vet to checked out. Hypothermia doesn't take that long to set in.
18: This is AP News Minute
1: for the Oh fuck your AP News Minute. Go back to the puppy. Hi. And Snowball. Snowball's oh, its name. Like Beauport, Canada? Damn Canadians and their cocaine. Come on. Oh, poor baby. That look on his face breaks my heart. I understand how it's hard to see animals in that kind of a situation. I would have liked to have seen an after picture after he got warmed up and taken care of. Oh there is no after picture. Oh that poor baby. Oh, that poor that face breaks my heart. He's very calm, and he handled it like a champ. Come on, Give that baby all the treats, whatever he wants. Come on. Oh, yes. I'm so glad they were able to get him to safety. can't believe his name was Snowball. All right, if you're watching on Twitch, you are heading over to Echoflex Media. Producer Dave, we gonna take real good care of you. Tomorrow night is the uh, opening of Congress. We might check in with them. They're coming on at the same time I'm coming on. So we might check in with them, but I'm also gonna have some news for you, of course. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol
15: Live.